Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two different sports. That's not rugby? Nope. See, when he said watching football. They actually a, call it football over there. No, I, I get you. But you know what you were doing, Fish. Sure. You know, where game. Our, you know where our head goes when you say football. Yeah. I thought rugby has that little weird shaped ball. Yeah. Well, that, guy's that they got run murdered. around and kill each other over. Yes, that is true. And then they kick it through a goalpost. Uh, well, no, that's Australian football that you're talking about. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning. <laughs> I love you, fish. Jeff, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, we had our uh, company fantasy draft, which we'll get to later. But oh yeah, yeah I'm feeling. I'm, I'm going to give out my team. I'm going to let the people decide what they think. But uh, early reaction. Early poll. A little iffy. Early poll. We'll leave it up for probably 15, 20 minutes for all of you watching at home right now. Yep. Yes or no? Should I fire this individual, who I will not name, Me? for drafting Fish, for drafting Patrick Mahomes in the first round last night oh, in a 12-man fantasy league? I drafted him a week well. I think that, that move alone ruined the, it. Ruined the draft. It would hurt credibility. Of, Granted, of people who work for there's us. somebody else at the network who took a tight end in the third round that would have never gotten drafted, but that's a whole different conversation. We're not going to bring that up, but Michael, when you can, a poll in the chat. Should we fire this individual? This individual. Who drafted Patrick Mahomes. What was it? Seventh? Eighth overall? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Unbelievable. And Unbelievable. If, if you watch the network a lot, I, I think you'll know who it is. I think you know exactly because who we're talking about. Because this individual is very high There's only one person. On Patrick Mahomes. There's only one person that would ever do it. And eh, maybe two. But one, for sure. <laughs> maybe two. Anyways. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> the Detroit Lions signed Nate Sutfeld to be their backup quarterback, Jeff. Uh, we got off the show yesterday, and, well, all hell broke loose. Yeah. All hell broke loose, and roster cuts, practice squad announcements. We'll get to all that a little later. Speaking of the show, coming up, we have the Lions have the youngest roster in the NFL. Are we concerned with that? Sports Illustrated come out with an early NFC North predictions, which has the Lions doing pretty well. Which was surprising. So we'll get to that. Of course, mm -hmm. top of the hour, uh, too high, too low. We'll go over expectations. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Of course, Michigan State plays tomorrow. Our fantasy football review, of course. But let's start with the backup quarterback position and really some of the announcements from yesterday. They signed Nate Sudfeld. A indictment, I think, more on how bad, how awful David Blau and Tim Boyle performed. Mm -hmm. The reports out of camp from local writers and what we know behind the scenes is that Tim Boyle just couldn't practice. He couldn't practice if his life depended on it. David Blau, a little better than that, but in the games they both just made, they did things you can't do. And sometimes we take for granted a snap going well, right? Mm -hmm. It always goes well. Maybe once a year, your quarterback will fumble a snap. We, we take that for granted. And for David Blau to fumble that snap, pick it up, granted he made a play out of it. If you're a head coach, do I trust you? 
You can't even accomplish the little things. Right. I'm supposed to say you're going to be the backup quarterback for this team, that for any reason we need you to come in, you're going to get the job done. Not only get the job done, I can trust you to get the job done. David Blau and Tim Boyle played their, uh, played their way out of this team, off the roster. Nate Sudfeld, again, you know me. I don't care about the backups. I think it's irrelevant. Um, this is not even a contending team right now, but early takeaways from Sudfeld. I want to say he's played four career games. Yeah. Uh, there's there's nothing much on this guy outside of the fact that he played in San Francisco recently, made a nice throw in preseason, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you said it right there. Uh, made a nice throw in preseason. I, I think the only problem I have, and it's nothing has to do with Nate Sudfeld or David Blau, when this initially was, this came out, you know, they announced they signed Nate Sudfeld, my first reaction was, and I thought of the report, that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell came out and said, we're not going to go get another backup quarterback unless we feel like it's a clear-cut upgrade over what we have now currently. And this move tells me that Nate Sudfeld is clear-cut an upgrade over David Blau or Tim Boyle. So I'm going to defer, and I'm going to trust their uh, evaluation on Nate Sudfeld. The reality is, just for me, I prefer a guy with more experience. And listen, David Blau, he's 0-5 in his five starts. He started for Matthew Stafford uh, when he was hurt. And he has a little more experience than Nate Sudfeld, at least in games. Um, and like Dan Campbell says, he's scrappy. He's going to find a way to win. My only problem was that statement, is, is going out and finding a clear-cut upgrade over David Blau and Tim Boyle. And that's Nate Sudfeld, a guy who has uh, one career touchdown and one career interception. He's played in four games. He hasn't started any of those games. That's that's the question I have now. The bigger picture, I'm just this is just me posing the question. The bigger picture is we sh- we should not care because listen, most contending teams do not care who their backup is, but at least have to wonder if your decision making was to find a clear cut upgrade over David Blau. Nate Sudfeld is not a clear upgrade. Oh but, yeah, he is. What? No, you don't believe so. Just because of the information I have. I'm a resume guy. I got to look at what you've done. I have ne- Nate Sudfeld hasn't played at all, and he's never you started just, a game. You can call me an ass. We're based off measurables. The guy's 6'6". Six, six. I mean, he's, he's a gunslinger. Maybe call he is me better. an ass, but if that guy right there, standing in the booth, that thing over there, <laughs> uh, you see him. <laughs> if he was picked up and announced the backup, that would have been an upgrade. Over David Blau and Tim Boyle. I got one quarterback on the sideline saying, Golly! Golly! Every time he makes a mistake or something goes wrong. Okay, that's annoying as hell. If I'm a player, I kind of want to punch him in the face. And then we got Tim Boyle, who honestly never says anything, but sucks. Sudfeld's a, quote, clear upgrade because that's of how I'm, bad they are. That's Given what I'm your information, I'm not going to knock you for it. Call me an ass, but anything was better than what they had. And again, I don't care. And, and like, DC, DCP puts it really nice. Blau has proven he can't win. Sudfield hasn't proven he can't yet. So it's like, listen, you're, you're kind of just going out on a limb with, with Sudfield. I like what he brings. Uh, he's from San Francisco. He played there. He's with the Eagles uh, for a short period of time. So, you know what? I could care less. But I'm not going to sit here and evaluate the backup. You Fair know what enough. I mean? It's not. Fair enough. They pick up Benito Jones. Which I do like, Benito Jones. Interesting. Yeah. So you're not the first one to tell me that. No, I... I so give me your case. Because I, I li- they do need help on the interior. They do. And that's the biggest thing. And I, I talked about this uh, with Neil before, about the lack of depth behind Ali McNeil. 
and now they have more Benito Jones, another guy uh, that can fill that spot and, and just kind of help with this run defense. Because we talk about Aiden, we talk about the versatility he has, but with Benito, you're bringing in a young guy. Uh, what is he? 300 pounds, six-one uh, defensive tackle. I like it for a guy that was waived. And of course, we have the luxury of claiming the, one of the first times Jacksonville Jaguars passed on him. We took him. So I actually like this move, Adam. You need depth there, and Benito Jones, I think, is is the right guy for that. Okay. You're just taking a swing on him. You know, you don't really know what he's going to be, but early takeaways from oh yes, vote yes, everybody. I would be shocked if anybody <laughs> says no. This okay. is an absolutely vote yes situation. <laughs> oh, Lord. Can't believe it. Yeah, well. Can't believe it. I was drafting at six. I was drafting at six, and the player I got at six, I did not expect to get. I just didn't. So, shout out to everybody we employ, because clearly you don't know what the hell you're doing in fantasy football. <laughs> I, I think the That's chat wants to know who it is. Uh, do they? All right. Well, guys, take a guess. Uh, his name starts with an S, and he doesn't think Ben Wallace is a <laughs> Hall of Famer. Take a wild guess. Uh, who who would take a quarterback in the first round of a 12-man league? Hmm? You guys you guys make that assumption. I'm not going to say his name. Fire's ass. We're going to have to talk to him today. We just are. I, I want to hear his explanation for it. I do. His like, explanation was that Patrick Mahomes would lead all players in fantasy points this year. <laughs> okay, that's not, yeah. By losing right. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't defend that one. Dude. I can't defend that one. Someone Dude. said Stick. That was the first assumption. Stick's actually not in our uh, our division. We have two separate leagues at work. Can I bring up fantasy football? Yeah. Who chose uh, what players play where? Like, did didn't you just randomize it, Adam? You don't really. Did you specifically lay out each league, East and West? Like, you no, know, the, the leagues you gotta, are randomized. That's what I figured. Okay, well, you got a stacked yeah, league yeah. versus our league a is weak stacked. league. Our yeah, league which, is stacked. You should have switched them around. You should have had like Adam, Jeff, maybe someone else join the other league because you got the I wimps like no. versus like whoever wins your league's winning the the whole thing. I'm sorry, but our league is no shot at beating you guys. Yeah, I'm going to be Zero honest. Trevor wins the other league. Yeah, Braylon yeah. was on auto-draft last night. <laughs> oh, of course he was. That's a dumb move. <laughs> God damn it. Braylon was on auto-draft, but... Was that um, because he couldn't make it, or he just didn't want to draft? Uh, I, I don't know if he couldn't make it. He didn't really get back to me, but Cause, that's cause, irrelevant. Because there are people that just play for the actual, like, the week-to-week -week schedule. They don't care about the draft. Because then they'll start trading a few, and they'll like, I'll build my team from the way up. Well, that was, that was Braylon. But his team still looked pretty good. Brown couldn't make the draft, but, I mean, they still drafted a pretty good team for Well, him. yeah, because auto-draft gives you the best players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll look. We'll look. We got a jam-packed show. Lions have one of the younger rosters. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. Uh, Jeff, back to Nate Sutfeld. I'm not going to give it a grade. What I am going to say is I hope today is the last day I have to hear about the Detroit Lions back at court. <laughs> Sorry. It won't. Because you know Sorry. throughout the season, if something happens... It's enough. Enough, guys. Honestly. Yeah. What are we doing here? Right? <laughs> At the end of the day, you've seen Jared Goff in camp. He's getting rave reviews. Yeah, looks damn good. Looks more confident than ever. That's your quarterback. If Josh Allen goes down for the Bills, what do you think is going to happen? Are you going to sit there and say, they're still contenders? No, you're not. No, you're not. It's over. If even Kirk, if Kirk Cousins... Went down in Minnesota. You would consider their season to be over. If Ryan Tannehill went down, 
a lot of you would say that Malik Will is time, baby. Let's go. But I think you kind of get where I'm going yeah, with this. But those same people who say Malik Will's time would also say that if Aaron Rodgers went down, Jordan Love, they, they would be screwed. And they drafted Jordan Love. He's, he's a project. Yeah, that, that project is over. But listen, no, no one's play. going to replace a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So that's the point you're making. And I agree. You're screwed. You're not way. going to replace anybody. Most teams, if not 95, 98, 99% of teams in the NFL are not built. They are not built to handle their starting quarterback, let alone their star quarterback going down. Jared Goff is your starting quarterback. He is the best option you have this year. Even if you had drafted a rookie, he was the best option yeah. this year. He goes down. Bad news. If it's only for a week, you can live with it. Right. So that's all uh, That's all I want to give to the backup situation. When we get back, the Lions have the youngest roster in the NFL. Do we have a problem with it? Are we concerned? Right? All these players, former players, media analysts, all saying the Lions could be a shock team in the NFL, could win eight, nine, ten games. Youngest roster in the NFL. Do we have a problem with it? Are we concerned? But before we go, I got to tell you about Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. And they're awesome stylists that will take care of you like they take care of me. Lady Jane's open 10 a.m. seven days a week. Walk in anytime. No appointment necessary. Again, their awesome stylists will take care of you like they take care of me. Get to a Lady Jane's near you. And as always, Lady Jane's, it's wicked awesome. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458-4601. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little chili peppers, man. Let me tell you about our friends at Fulling Warehouse. Because, guys, I'll tell you who'd be good at in the Fulling Warehouse, Nate Sudfeld. Because Fulling Warehouse in Hamtramck is the move in the home of the original football bowling game. Two to play. You could pay $12 on limited open play. Or you could pay $120 for a lane reservation for up to 10 people. $2 mystery beer machine, which, you know, listen, Spencer, you get that man in there. They have a full bar. $2 mystery beer machine. Let him loose. Check it out, FullingWarehouse.com. Tell me your friends at Woodward Sports sent you. And we're back here on the morning Woodward Show, here on the Woodward Sports Network. Jeff, the Lions have the youngest roster in the NFL. They do. Concern? Uh, no, if anything, this just reminds me and maybe reminds a lot of other people that I think chill on the expectations a little bit. People who are coming out saying 10-11 win team. Uh, that's This is the issue. When you have a young team like this, not only the unpredictable, but you, you look at the inexperience too. Like learning how to close games. You got Jared Goff. That's the great sign. But defensively especially, to have guys like Jeff Okuda now not playing a lot of career games, being a, really a starter this year. Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris coming off a great season, but can he repeat that? Like there's a lot of things you're, you're going to have to rely on. Does Aline McNeil take the next step? 
Um, that's, there's a lot of things I'm going to be watching this year for the Detroit Lions, even the receiving core as well. Amon Ross St. Brown, second year. So I get it. This is, this is an exciting team. There's a lot of talent on this team uh, around Jared Goff. Defensively, you have some questions. But definitely offensively, there is a lot of talent. But the fact of the matter is this team is young. There's still a lot of things. That there's, a, there's still a growing process. I'm not saying they're going to suck this year. But if they win six games, seven games, to me, that's that's still a success. You pretty much have doubled your win total from the previous year, and I get it. Well, Jeff, they have the easiest schedule, really. It's based on last year's predictions. So if you're talking about what teams got better, I don't think it'd be as easy as, as, as listed. So when I first see this, the youngest team, Adam, it, I mean, it's good because it, it, it tells me that you're building from the, from the foundation. You drafted all these players. Uh, Malcolm's going to make a start this year. He's a rookie. Amon Ross starting. He's a second-year player. Kirby Joseph's going to be playing. He's a rookie. Like, there's a lot of young guys that are going to be playing this year. We'll see what Josh Paschal does when he gets back. But honestly, the only two things I took away from seeing this, Adam, is, is one, there's going to be some, some games where you kind of scratch your head, and, it, and you're going to be able to blame the inexperience on this team. But another thing is, it just reminds me, and maybe it reminds a lot of other people, that if you're, if you're banking on this team to have a successful year or just sneak into the postseason – you're banking on a team that's one of the youngest in the NFL. So that's the thing you have to consider. The inexperience and the unpredictability, really, are the two things I took from, from uh, seeing that initial, you know, the Lions are the youngest team or one of the youngest teams. So the difference between the NFL and, let's say, the NBA mm -hmm. is if you feel the youngest roster in the NBA, you're probably tanking. Right. And if you field one of the younger rosters in the NFL – it's not necessarily a sign that you're going to tank. Right. Um, you may be early in the process, and that's kind of where I have the Lions right now. I think they're early. Next year is the year I think we can sit up here and have a conversation and say, again, based on a few factors that I've gone over way too many times, you guys know the deal here. If Dan Campbell is what you believe or want him to be, if Jared Goff can play to the level you expect him to play, given Ben Johnson and his creativity and his control on the offense... You're going to show improvement this year. This right. is not a three-win football team this year. No, no, it no. It absolutely no. is not. It is not a four-win football team. And I would even argue this is not a five-win football team. And I would consider that a very bad season. You should win seven games. And going into next season, the conversation we need to be having, Jeff, is they could be, they could be on the outside looking in, at the division title, given Green Bay, Minnesota, we'll see what happens this season. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They're in the conversation of a team that could contend. You sit there right now. The Packers have won 13 games for the last three years, Jeff. No? The Vikings this year, though, the, the conversation we have, including me, obviously I have them winning the division. But regardless, the Vikings will contend for the NFC North. I don't think many people would even disagree with that. Next year, the conversation must be, it must be, can the Lions contend for the division? They don't have to win it, quote. They don't have to. Where if they don't win it, you're out. In the NFL, it's every three years. It's a cycle. You should win. You should be able to. But context matters. And I don't want to go 32, 34 games ahead of time when we haven't even played game seven, or excuse me, game 18 under Dan Campbell. So I'm not going to do that this morning. But what I am going to do is tell you where you need to be. Because that's where the teams that are looking to improve, oh, I don't know, dare I say win, they're improving. And it's showing not on the roster only, on the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have a few down seasons. It's happened. All right? Yes, you can point to Zach Taylor last year. 
going 10 and 7, winning the division, going to a Super Bowl. You can point to all the stuff you want. At the end of the day, that's not a 3 1 football team this year. It's six wins at worst, and you better have some damn good context for that to happen. Right. In my opinion, it's a seven, probably eight win football team. I don't really care if they're the youngest in the NFL. It's not just the schedule. It is the offense. The offense is going to be what makes this team gel. The question we're going to have on most Monday mornings, did the defense cost them the game? And if they did, that's going to be a problem. You want to point to defense, being too young, inexperienced? Fair point. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. But with this offense, the weapons they have, the ability they have, the offensive line they have, the offensive coordinator they have. And look, I'm sorry, Jared Goff is no bum. He's an average quarterback in the NFL. And my definition of average, you can look at Ryan Tannehill, a Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you can still win These with guys average. can give you something. It's right. not like he's going to go out there and you have to kind of pull back the reins a little bit because, you know what, he's going to lose us the game if we let him go. No, no, that's not the case. So, yeah, they may be the youngest roster in the NFL. It's not setting off the alarms mm-hmm. given, again, I, I share a lot of optimism going into the season. I like to look at this team as a team that will be a pain in the ass to play against. I don't think age is going to deter me from saying, yeah, they're going in the right direction. Now it's time to win football games. And I think the bigger thing to take away, and you brought up the Bengals. The Bengals had a very, very young offense, and they still had success. So I think when you look at youth, in my opinion, it affects guys on defense more than offense. Like, you know, you look at Aiden Hutchinson. He's, I think he'll have nine, nine and a half sacks this year. But there's still a lot of things he's going to have to adjust to in the NFL, just in general, going up against different offensive linemen, especially the Eagles in week one. But for me, defensively, is, is more questions about the youth part of it. Because if you look at, like, you know, Amon Rossi and Brown being in his second year, that doesn't concern me, man. Like, he's going to be just fine. Like, especially, you look at the Bengals, T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd was really the only, I guess, I wouldn't even say veteran receiver, but he was an older receiver than T. Higgins or Jamar Chase. But those guys still got the job done. Joe Burrow, second-year player, still got the job done. So, and I'm not saying Jared Goff's Joe Burrow. Don't get me wrong. But what I am saying is offensively, having youth doesn't concern me as much because there are veterans as well. You got a veteran offensive lineman. You have a tight end who's been in the league for multiple years. Like, that, it's not really concerning. Defensively is, is where my concern is because... There's already a void of talent. There's already there's already holes on this defense. But the guys you are relying on are young players. Can I rely on Jeff Okuda? Can I count on Jeff Okuda from a game-to-game basis? I don't know yet. I still have to figure that out. Aiden Hutchinson, I think I can rely on him. I think he's going to be very reliable because of his motor. He's never going to stop coming. Man, like, that's a guy that I don't really have to question too much. But what about a Lee McNeil? What about a, a Levi Ozerike? What about uh, you know Kirby Joseph when he starts playing snaps? What about Will Harris? Like these guys, Amani Awari, I, I have no questions about. But it all kind of goes back to that youth, you know, part of it on defense. But we'll see. I mean, the biggest thing, and I have them met, you know, and we'll get to it. I'm not going to spoil it. I have, we're going to do our NFC North record predictions. But right now, where the Lions go is based on their defensive line and their offensive line. I've, I've, I've been saying that. If you can run the ball and you can get after the quarterback, it's going to make everything a lot more easier. But what I do feel is how their season you know, goes up and down is going to be dependent on that defense as well. Because people talk about that offense. Man, shiny weapons on offense. Jared Goff, uh, you know, not saying he's a shiny weapon, but Jared Goff can at least win you games. And they say, you know what? This is a 9-10 uh, win football team. 
in my opinion, if you're looking at one side of the football, you're doing it wrong. I mean, and listen, I want to have this conversation. I know people at our network are saying that too, but you got to count on this defense in a lot of some in some big games against some good teams. So we're gonna have to wait and see on that. But youth, in my opinion, has more effect defensively. In my opinion, fair play, fair play on the defensive side yeah. of the ball. I won't argue much there. What I would say is, in the again in the NFL, in the NFL. You typically walk in as a rookie, and most, most really good players, they show it right away. This team has a few rookies, one of which was the number two overall pick, who I think we both expect to make a run for defensive rookie of the year. I do, yeah. And probably be this team's leading pass rusher. Mm -hmm. On the defensive side of the ball, the one thing that will absolutely trump any age, any any, quote, ability in the secondary, any issues, concerns you may have at linebacker, there's one thing that will trump all of it and make it all look better. And that is that defensive line playing well. That's it right there. You get the interior to help support the run game and stopping the run. And you get Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris. You get your edge players to get pressure after the quarterback, sack the quarterback, you don't finish bottom three, bottom four in the league. You finish somewhere near the middle, maybe even top 18, top 20. Oh, that's a significant jump in improvement. So if you go from 32nd in pass rush to 22nd, hell, let's say 19th, wouldn't your defense statistically be better? And wouldn't that inherently improve your secondary? What were they, 32nd and 31st in total defense last year? Mm -hmm. It's not going to be that way this year. And if it is, that's a tough one. And the thing you at least have going for you as a Lions fan is, yes, you can talk about how young this defense is, but that means they're going to get better. So at least they're not a finished product right now, but that's the reality of this year. They're still very, very young. So it's going to be some inconsistencies. But, you know, listen, last year that defense, although statistically they were terrible – there were some games where they, they kept them in it by themselves. But we'll see. I think it'll be offense this year that really has the biggest effect on 100%. both sides. We'll go to the chat a little bit, get some comments away. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Jordan Davis and Nate and I'll just sit on the edge. Would have been nice. No, I'm, I'm not going to acknowledge that at all. Let's see. Hutchison will open up things for other defensive linemen because he will be a problem and get double teams interesting imagine, imagine when romeo okora comes back too like you have charles Harris. i gave up on the core brothers i like romeo man i i, I mean I'd i get it he's injured him. but he's i'd love to see him <laughs> last year hey listen you saw him last year the yeah. year prior in uh, 10 sacks i'd but, love to see him let's see chark has culture grit and listens to metallica i guess i guess <laughs> well half the chat was looking for how easy the schedule is at the beginning of the year uh it's easy sure i guess that's sarcasm I'm not going to sit here and tell you what the players have done under Patricia. Yeah, look, guys, if we're, gonna, we're not going to argue back and forth over this. At the end of the day, your head coach, your, your roster, <coughs> your coaching staff, they will go out on the field on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And they will determine through their play and their decisions – how good their how good your football team is this year? I like to think they're a seven and ten football team. I could even stretch it to eight and nine, but I'm I'm gonna stay put at seven. But the point is, they're gonna be much better than last year. Right. And may I remind you again, last year doesn't matter, Adam. I know, I know it doesn't. 
But look at the context of last season. After the disaster start, the leadership moves that happened just over midway into the season, mm -hmm. and how they finished, and how some of those games last year, if they had just scored 20 points, 20, that's it, 20, what could or would have happened? Guys, what we need to be doing here is projecting where this team can be. If you're going to tell me they're just a 313-1 football team, well, then you might as well fire the coach and get rid of the GM because clearly they're just a 313-1 football team and we're not making any progress. The Lions' trajectory right now is going in an upward direction. They're going to have to win games, man. They have to win games this year to get mm -hmm. full buy-in. They can't go 4-13. and 13. They can't go 5-12. and 12. They just can't. And I don't want to hear the excuses for it. You can't. You're going to preach culture. You're going to preach all these things. Unless there's a catastrophic injury, uh, the team goes gets, gets the plague, I don't know. Whatever it may be. You better have a hell of an excuse at the end of the year to be 3-14 and 14 or 4-13 and 13 again. Good luck. Good luck. 8.30 coming up. Sports Illustrated's NFC North predictions. We'll get to that. They had the Lions. Oh. They had the Lions somewhere that I... Shocked me, they really did. And this is it. I don't. I don't think this is Detroit sipping the Kool Aid. This is this is nationally. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see exactly what they put out. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at Cintron. Yes, let me tell you about guys at Cintron because guys, I'm drinking it right now. Cintron is absolutely delicious. It gets me up in the morning, and it's the official energy drink of the Red Wings. Cintron has combined all three of their delicious flavors into a limited edition six pack sampler box. Try Cintron's a great tasting cranberry classic or Sugar-free. Pre-order your Cintron six-pack sampler box today at CintronWorld.com slash Red Wings. Get energized with Cintron. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the Odds Trader Bet Tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to Odds Trader, and best of luck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John from Better A Mortgage, and to me, family is more than blood. That's why I'm the biggest family in Metro Detroit. If you're looking to buy a house or refinance and need a loan, come get treated better than family by me and our entire team here at Better Rate Mortgage. We pride ourselves on giving you better advice, better service, and a better loan experience. That's why we are Better Rate. 
If you're looking for a new mortgage, come get treated like family. Actually, better with Better Rate Mortgage. Visit us at mybetterrate.com or call at 248-480-4467 today. Oh, yes. The summer is better at the Monroe Street Midway. Bedrock. Brought to you by Bedrock Detroit, of course. Get down there. Roller skating, basketball, live music, food trucks, and much, much more. They have Wi-Fi so you can work from the park. We were down there not too long ago. It was an absolute blast. Great So time. make sure before Labor Day ends, you get down to the Monroe this Street Midway. And we're back 831 on a beautiful Thursday morning. Jeff, I afraid myself. Of course, there's fish. We have to deal with fish every morning. Hi. Sorry, everybody. Love you, Fish. Jeff, Sports Illustrated came out with their NFC North predictions, and specifically <sighs> where they put the Lions was... It's gracious. <laughs> Look, I'm, I don't want to say crazy. No. I, I just think, what are you seeing that I'm not? I don't have a problem with the Lions. I have a problem with another team uh, that I they... I do as well. Michael, when you can... They have on there. This is the latest SI NFC North prediction. The Packers winning the division at 11 and six. I can see that, by the way. Which is fair. Yeah. The Detroit Lions <laughs> at nine and eight. Over the Vikings. Over a seven. By two wins. The only thing they got right was the Bears, in my opinion. The Bears being three and 14 <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. I think they're gonna go 0 and 17. That's just my opinion. I don't like the Bears. You all know this. We don't have to go over it again. But to say the Vikings, who have an offensive-minded coach coming in, in a with a team loaded on offense. Ready to win right now. With a defense that has been miserable, even under a defensive-minded coach, that will probably and likely improve this year, they're going to regress and be 7-10. and 10. Really? Really? The Vikings are going to win the division. And if anything, they will be the team at 11-6, in my opinion. It'll be the Packers at 10 and 7 or 9 and 8. And the Lions are going to have to sit there at 7 and 10 or 8 and 9. So, I, and I want to look up, just for context, I want to look at last year's standings. They have, okay, so the Vikings went 8 and 9 last year. They're going to regress. They, With Mike Zimmer they're gone. They're basically saying. You won two more games now <laughs> because Mike Zimmer's gone. You guys forget, by the way, Mike Zimmer held a fucking charity for your football team, you motherfuckers. You should know better than anybody. Mike Zimmer let you win a football game last year. Hell, he let you win your first football game of the year last year. Are you kidding me? And he choked some games. Like, so, Stop it. I, I, Stop I, it. The Zimmer project was failing. Yeah, it was. It was a disaster, I, especially last year. That, that's why I, I – listen, I, I agree with the Green Bay Packers. I think 11-6 and six is fair. It's actually where I have them as well. The 9-8 and – You ready for this? That's, that's, one, that's one win better than I would think, but I just don't think they'll be second in the division. What, what's up? I am going to give you a – Sample size. Okay? okay. Over the last two years. 4,200 yards. 4,200 yards. Okay? For player X. Player X threw for 35 touchdowns and 33 touchdowns in the last two years. I think I... Player X threw 13 touchdowns, or excuse me, 13 interceptions, and then seven interceptions last year. Player X. Player Y, on the other hand, are you ready for his stats? Mm -hmm. Player Y, last season, threw for, excuse me, the year prior, 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns. Last year, 4,400 yards, 36 touchdowns. 
10 picks, 15 picks. Pretty pretty comparable, right? Yeah. Would you call that player a mid player? I'm asking. I would say I'm asking. I would say that 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 quarterback puts up numbers. So, player X threw for 68 touchdown passes. Player Y in the last 2 years has thrown for 73. Player X has thrown for 20 interceptions. And player Y has thrown 25 interceptions. More than player X. Player X has thrown for 8,400 yards. Player Y has thrown for 8,900 yards. Not much of a difference. Not much of a difference, right? Player X is Kirk Cousins. Player Y is Josh Allen. I was going to say... And no, Kirk Cousins is not Josh Allen. He absolutely is not. I was going to say, give me the team record, but that gives it away a little bit. But still, your point's right. I mean, they both put up numbers, but they're different quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins last year, with a failing coaching system, still no offensive line, no Dalvin Cook, 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Mid? He's a mid quarterback? Bro. Okay. Coming off a career year with a defensive coach. With a defense that let him down every game. With an offensive line that couldn't protect him. With Dalvin Cook who couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. I do think... You Kurt- really think the Vikings with Kevin O'Connell, who already, already, already has all of Minnesota and all of the NFL clamoring over him. You think they're not going to improve? Guys. Guys, that's that's something. And listen, say what you want about Kirk Cousins in big games. The guy still is, I mean, I think he gets disrespected a little too much, too. Um, and I know, I know the difference as well. Pat Riley says Josh Allen can run, though. Yeah, well, that, and again, it's not about comparing the quarterbacks individually because we know Josh Allen is a Super Bowl uh, winning quarterback or can win a quarterback, Super Bowl potential winning, which I think they'll win the Super Bowl this year, the Bills. Kirk, you know, say what you want about him, 30-plus touchdowns the last two seasons. It's pretty impressive. And I think with an offensive-minded coach like Kevin O'Connell, they can definitely make some noise. So, listen, I, I don't get the, the – at least Sports Illustrated sleeping on the Vikings. I think they're going to be pretty good. I like the Vikings. I know Braylon likes the Vikings as well. Um, he has them, what, second? If I'm not believe, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Yesterday on his predictions, he had them second in the NFC North. I don't think he had them first. Uh, but who knows? Or, no, he might have had them first, actually, 12-5. and five. I have to double-check. But, again, the point is – it's not just me that's high on this offense or on this team with the Vikings. I, I do. I, I think the Vikings are going to be good this year, and I still have the, it, the Packers and the Vikings atop of the NFC North. But Sports Illustrated disagrees. Which offense do you like more right now? All of you be objective. Okay. Tell me. Green Bay or Minnesota's? I would say Minnesota's. The only thing keeping Green Bay really is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Other than Aaron, yeah. I, but I you like got Green Dalvin Bay's. Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. And A ju- better offensive line than last, last year. And a quarterback who's coming off 4,233-7. Aaron Rodgers throwing two. Alan Lazard. Yeah, no, Sammy you're, Watkins. Hey, you're you're going to take the Vikings offense. Oh, defense. 100% Green Bay. More talented. Green Bay is probably a top five, top seven defense this year. Easily. And I think that's what edges them. Maybe. Maybe you're right. But I'm sorry. Bit. It's the Vikings who are going to take a step forward. Yeah. And again, guys... the basic fundamental football common sense you see it every year right the new coach comes in the new coach comes in 
Half of them flake out, never make it in the NFL. A few of them do okay. And then there's one or two every year that do a phenomenal job the moment they walk in. Who are you betting your money on? Nathaniel Hackett in the AFC West? Brian Dable with Daniel Jones as his quarterback? Who else? You tell me. Mike McDaniels out in, out in Miami. I could, I could buy that. I could buy that. But if I'm putting my money, it's on the guy that just took over a team with Kirk Cousins coming off his best season ever, along with Justin Jefferson, arguably the first, second, third best wide receiver in the NFL. Depends who you ask. Delvin Cook, Adam Thielen. An offense that he will open up completely alongside of there's no way the Minnesota defense can be worse than what they were last year. Right. That team's not going to improve, though. Give me the offensive-minded coach coming into an offensive situation where the team had a bad year last year at 8-9, and nine, and I think they're three games better this year. And Delvin was injured last year as well, so the Vikings dealt with some other things. Defensively, I get it. There's questions, but listen... If they can fix the whole, you know, there's a lot of close games the Vikings had last year. They lost by a field goal. Remember that? So we'll we talk see. about I think... the Lions having an easy schedule. Last I checked, the NFC North teams all play the same teams outside of the place teams from, now, from another division. You're 100% right. So if you like the team better, they have an easy schedule. I'm put, all for the Lions the two winning two together. more games. I absolutely believe it to be true. Yeah. I absolutely do. The Lions will not, will not. Again, unless catastrophe happens, I do not see the Lions being anywhere near the top of that division unless Green Bay completely falls off. Aaron Rodgers gets injured. (laughs) The only way the Lions finish second, in my opinion, this year is if Aaron Rodgers goes and hosts Jeopardy and does a bunch of mushroom weird stuff with Joe Rogan. Yeah, there's got to be an injury to a quarterback, Kirk or Aaron Rodgers. That's the only way I see him, too, in the division. That's crazy to me. Vikings at 7 and 10. The Vikings are going to win less games than the Detroit Lions. Wow. Can you throw that up one more time? I, I just, <laughs> just I need to re- see it one more time. Just digest it. it. Yeah, let's just digest it. And look, you know what? Maybe my own opinion is getting in my way. You, you, maybe. Just maybe. Because I do have the Vikings winning the division. But you can't justify that to me. You tell me how the Lions are 9 and 8. How they're 6 games better. You tell me. You tell me how they are going to triple their win total. And I'm not trying to knock the Lions here. I'm just trying to be very realistic. Right. I think 7-10, and 10, that, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty solid season for them. 8-9, and nine, I think would be pretty damn good going into year two. But you're going to tell me that the Vikings are going to go from 8-9 and nine to 7-10? and 10? Under what cause? They got a new coach who everybody in the NFL right now, we always point to who's the next Sean McVay? Who's going to be the next story? Who's the next? Who is the next one? Look at all the coaches that were hired in the offseason every year. Every year, one of them stands out. One of them minimum. A few do pretty good. One is an absolute home run standout. And everybody's like, damn, how do we not draft? How do we not hire him? How do he not go on? How do he go under the radar? When you know, you know. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. And then you have this situation. Yeah. Brian Dabble. You want to trust that one? Mike McDaniels? Maybe. Doug Peterson out in Jacksonville? Maybe. What else he got for me? Huh? But the difference is, at least those guys, and listen, say what you want about Kirk. 
Kevin O'Connell at least has a guy who's thrown 30-plus touchdowns last two seasons. We'll see what, what he looks like in big games. That's a big question mark, and, and we don't know how Kirk looks like with big expectations, but that's the difference. Like, you brought it up. Dable has Daniel Jones. McDaniels has Tua, which, listen, I like Tua, but I'm not sold on Tua. And then uh, Doug Peterson has Trevor Lawrence in the second year, but go on. Uh, I, I love this comment. Who stood out last year? Jeff, you know any rookie coaches that stood out <laughs> last year? Yeah. Maybe my memory serves me wrong. Yeah. There's one specific one who stood out. What is it? I was joking. I said Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer stood out Dude. for, yeah, all the wrong reasons. <laughs> all the wrong Mike's reasons. Right. <laughs> you have the guys that flake out. You guys have that kind of in the middle of the pack who keep their job, but you're not really certain of. There's guys that show some good stuff. And then you have, oh, I don't know. Could be wrong. Brandon Staley. Did that not pop off your screen last year? Yeah. The way he handled the offense. Did he make mistakes as a rookie coach? Yeah, he did. Went for it a little but bit. I don't think anybody, anybody, is going in a year or two under Brandon Staley and saying, oh. Some people have him to win a division. Oh, oh That's they're, the they're, they're not going to be as good. Brandon Staley. <laughs> you guys got Justin Herbert playing out of his mind. He made Mike Williams look like a damn good player. Austin Eckler finally had a good year. Stop it. And you got to, okay, this is, the, this is what people are getting <laughs> twisted to. Go for NC it. NC Mallet compares Cousins to Allen, doesn't mention Allen's 700-plus rushing yards. Yeah, you dumb fuck. You gotta, because that's not what I'm going for. Yeah. I'm not telling you Kirk Cousins is Josh Allen, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, you literally said So do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why don't you like, man, look, you need to, this is what you need to do before you comment on the YouTube chat. I need you to take whatever you're about to say, write it down on a piece of paper, okay? Go stand in the fucking corner. And read it 15 motherfucking times. <laughs> and then after you've read it 15 times, I really want you to think, should I say this? And how dumb am I? Always ask yourself before you comment in the, question, uh, in the chat, read what you were going to say and ask yourself 15 times, how dumb do I sound? And if at any point of the 15 times you've asked yourself this, that you decide to say or answer, yes, I am very dumb, then don't comment. You realize they're not going to say that. Yeah, trust Kirk me. Cousins has thrown the ball in very similar fashion in terms of production over the last two years as Josh Allen. And we're going to sit there and throw Cousins under the bus like he's some scrub. And like he's not going to improve now with the, for the first time in a long time since he was in Washington. He now has an offensive coordinator, or excuse me, an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah, trust Kick me. Kick rocks. No one's saying that Kirk's better than Josh Allen. That would be the stupidest statement. I would have came right at that. I will retire me. from the show if you the said, day I sit here and say Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins are comparable <laughs> in terms of uh, athleticism, in terms of one being a franchise quarterback and the other not. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You're on record. You've called Kirk a bridge quarterback. What the hell is all the spam chat? Jesus. Oh, all right, Lord, anyways. Man. Remember, guys, new rule on the show. If you ever want to comment anything, I want you to write it down on a piece of paper. Read it to yourself 15 times. And at any point in the 15 times, you think, oh, man, that sounds really dumb. Don't say it. Moving on, 845. Holy hell, the practice squad announcements, Jeff. We'll get to what the Lions did yesterday. All the moves they made, who they kept, who they let go. 
All that and much more. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at Guardian Alarm. Yeah, well, we have questions about the Minnesota Vikings defense, but I have zero questions about Guardian Alarm because, guys, summertime is almost over, and that means you're still spending more time outside. Let Guardian Alarm give you peace of mind while you're outside enjoying the sunshine. Just call 1-800-STAY-OUT yeah. today, and you can rest easy knowing you have 24-7 protection. That's 1-800-STAY-OUT. Let them know one more sports central. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. <laughs> Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. It's a great day to get some Centron in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is, there it is. Centron, here we go. Gotta grab the cranberry. Oh wait, it's two for four. Gotta double up with the classic as well. Centron world, baby. Centron, available at select Kroger's, and if you wanna know how, go to at centronworld.com. You get dope like me. You know what? Why wait? Great taste, guaranteed. Jeff Ifrady here. Let me tell you about our friends at Big Frog. These guys, you can get a free Woodward Sports t-shirt. That's right, a free Woodward Sports t-shirt all month long at Big Frog and Novi. Just stop in, tell them we sent you, and they will print one out for you on the spot. So go to Big Frog and Novi today and get your free t-shirt or visit them online at bigfrog.com slash novi. All right, back on the Morning Woodward Show. Thank you all for joining us this morning. You know, I was telling a story during the break. I figured I should share it all with you because I think you all relate to this. I got a speeding ticket the other day, okay? I got a speeding ticket the other day. Thank you, thank you. I know, I know, I know. So, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you exactly how it went down. Did you recognize you? I was going 72 on Woodward. Do you know who I am? Yeah. No, no, I'm not that much of a diva. <laughs> so I was going 72. Uh, to be honest, I'd never driven in the area before. Yeah. I really didn't know the speed limit, but I was speeding. I was driving like a jackass. I was. You admit it. Anyways, yeah. fully, fully admit it. Cop pulls me over. I pull over to the side, get out my license registration. You know the drill. He walks up to me like with the most disappointed face and he's like, "You know why I'm pulling you over today?" And I looked at him and said, "I was speeding." He looked at me and said, yeah, you were. <laughs> so I give him, he's like, license registration. He's like, uh, anything I should know about? Or uh, what was the other thing he asked me? Uh, how's your record? And I'm like, uh, record's clean as a whistle. <laughs> he goes back. Dude, it took like 10 minutes. So I'm thinking like, all right, I'm either like, going to get arrested for how fast I was going. Or he's going to give me points. And he, found, he probably really found out about the Alavila stuff. No, no, no. He came <laughs> he back. He Googled your name real he quick. He had no idea who I was. Thank God. Thank God he had no idea who I was. So he comes back and he gave me impeding. Oh. Nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Shook his hand. Told him to have a great rest of your day. Oh, so, so your story, your, your feelings, thoughts and feelings about the police have not changed. No, they've always been the same. Oh. I, I'm like pretty consistent on, on my feelings about them. Right. But he, he was very nice. He was very nice. We I mean, are. that's how they always are most of the he time. Respected yeah, always. He respected him. You respected him. He respected I, you. I admitted it. Like, yeah, I knew he, that he, was my only shot of not getting killed. So, Jesus. Not that he was going to kill me, but you know what I mean. He would have gave me points. He would have been pissed off at me if I tried arguing. Of course. I just told him, yeah, dude, I was speeding. My bad. I had a rule when I was writing tickets back in the day that was... 
I'm only writing a ticket if I can make money on it. It's very selfish. Like, you get a speeding ticket, right? Isn't that how it works, by the way? Don't they get, there's like, no bonuses? Quotas, there's, no, there's no nothing like that. It's they got urban, rid of that? That's urban legend. Are you sure? Yes. What do you mean by make money off? Like, how do you determine? So, so, okay. so I'll explain. Right. If, if I give you, if you run a red light and I, I write you a ticket, and I'll pull you over for safety. But if, if I write you a ticket, all you're going to do is pay that ticket and be off on your day, right? Right. If I write you a ticket, if your, if your driver's license plate is, is expired, I write you a ticket for that. I know you're going to get that taken care of, right? So I tell you, show up to court, show me that you take, took care of it, and I'll dismiss the ticket. No worries about it. Now, I go to court, right? Oh, I get paid for yeah, going to court. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. So if, if I can go to court and get paid for it, oh, I'll write you every ticket in the book. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm I not. Got, a, no, 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 one pays, no, no one ever pays he's, them. He's right. I got pulled over Christmas Eve. Oh, boy. Christmas Eve, seven, 6 o'clock. I was getting off work. I'm racing racing home. I want to get home to my family. Well, there's Gusha right there. Christmas you're, Eve. You're racing. Well, listen, I was going, I'm going to be honest with you, I was going 55 and a 45. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, it is speeding. Yeah. But the guy pulled me over. It was very nice. I had no record. Uh, very polite to him. Slapped a ticket. And he was a sergeant. And I know the reason now. Because I had to show up to court. Guess who was there? Sergeant pulled up. I'm getting paid, mother. You know what? And I was like, you know what? I'm okay. That's Whatever. It. I got to ask you a question. Because I don't know how this works. All right? I haven't been pulled over often in my life. Speeding. How does it work? How how bad is somebody speeding before it becomes like reckless driving, endangerment to uh, public, where they're like going to consider arresting you? So, in, or they just don't ever. So Hollywood Brown got got pulled over for going like 120 in the 60 in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. And in Arizona, state law is that's a misdemeanor. You can get arrested for that. And what he, about in Michigan? In Michigan, it's not. So I can go however fast I want. I'm good. So the law is. If you commit three civil infractions at one time, ah. you, that could be a misdemeanor. You can get arrested for that. Ooh. So if you're speeding, if you change lanes without signaling, and and uh, you know you, you cross over too many lanes at one time, thing, things like that, have a dangling ornament, whatever, whatever a civil infraction could be. Driving, you know that driving with one hand is illegal. Whatever. Are you, are no. you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah that, that doesn't surprise me. It's a stupid rule. It is a stupid rule. Because they want you to keep your ten and two. Ten and, fish, only you drive with ten and two, by the way. I don't think Fish is old enough to drive. His, I saw. I could have sworn I saw his mom leaving. <laughs> God bless you, Fish. Drift, fish catches fish, strays. Fish, fish whips out the Lexus every day. Oh yeah. Yeah, Fish is high class, by All the right, way. For sure. He comes from golf money, so be very yeah. careful how you speak to Fish. Yeah, he lives around here. Right? <laughs> Swips around a G wagon. But yeah, no, I, I was going seventy-two. I got the ticket. He gave me uh, impeding, which I thought was cool because he could have gave me points, couldn't he? Yeah, I mean, you could have. I mean, I'm 32 that down later on in court. Yeah, I'm, process, I'm 32 over, so dude, yeah. I don't yeah, know how the ticket. Yeah, I was would've... 10 over, and I got the ticket. So I mean, 30 yeah, over. that 30, 30 over. I mean, that's that's heavy. What okay. is that like? Three points? I don't. I, that's that's the judicial system. I don't care about yeah. points or anything like Fair that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do have a question. But if I see you driving like an asshole, I'm gonna pull you over. Like that was kind of like my rule. Like if you're just going like 80 on the lodge and you're I, free and open and you're not doing anything stupid, I'm cool with it. But if you're zigzagging through traffic yeah. and that that's when I got I argued one ticket in my life and that was my life lesson to never argue and just accept it. What are you going to Unless gain? like it's really BS. What are you going to gain from it? So, I argued when I was 18 years old. Oh boy. Uh, I was going to Wayne State. I can't believe at the you time. argued things. Oh, dude. Me? <laughs> I was I was horrible. So, I was obviously rolled over the stop sign getting off the highway. How do you know? It was so obvious and I know I did. <laughs> And I'm sitting there weaving in and out of traffic, like driving like a complete asshole. And the cop pulls me over. So I make a right 
apparently where it says no turn on red. Oh, boy. So I just add to it. So he's probably coming up like, what's wrong with this kid? Meanwhile, it's like 1 in the morning. I'm tired as hell. I've been there all day. And um, he's like, you know, you rolled over subs. I'm like, no, I didn't. Dude, he wrote me the biggest motherfucking ticket I've ever gotten in my life from that day. I've never said a damn word. You're damn right. Yeah. They, I have, I've had uh, former partners of mine, because you know, when these tickets go to court, it's so much later, you don't remember, because you know, some, some people write a lot. He would write a circle with a dot in it, and they'd go, that's the asshole. That's how, that's how he would know, like, okay. Some people, if you're, if you're nice to me and I write you a ticket, you know, I'll, in court we can, we can let it slide, I'm, I'm good with it. But if you're an asshole to me, I'll remember later on. And I'm not going to dismiss anything. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make sure to show up to court and testify against you and make sure you get whatever, whatever you got is coming. Yeah, you, so you guys have it all for us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what's to, if I'm going 80 in, on the freeway in the 70. What a sports show. If I'm going yeah, 80. Yeah, look, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, we, we're a little I, 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 I got an A here. We're, we're finished. We'll get up. it back on track. At the but top does the people want to know this. If I'm on the freeway, I'm going 80, and you're sitting on the side of the road, you pull me over? Me? No. But I mean, you know, people that pull me over. They're probably yeah, for okay. sure. All right, I just always think about that. I'm like, I'm going, you know, seventy. If I commit murder, murder. <laughs> would you help I... me get away with it? <laughs> you mean, you mean when, not if? When? <laughs> when? Oh, I'm coming for you. Okay. I, I, listen, I already have files built up. Yeah. Just oh, for yeah, like, I'm just waiting for the body to drop. That would be people have. I we have warrants for you. Yeah, like lots. This would be Abe's like big. Wait. That'd be his big break. He arrests you for murder. He's in the paper? Live like, on the take show. Take that, yeah. Who do I kill first if you had to put oh money on God. it? Alabila or Kate, uh, Kate McNamara? Oh, I, guess I, was gonna go, I was actually going to go... Or Sam Flannel behind, for drafting you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes. In the first outside round. the box. I was thinking Baker. Oh. No, no. I don't hate Baker Mayfield. I just think he yes, sucks. Yes, you do. Yes, no, you do. No, no. Me? You hated yes, him coming yes, in. Yes, you do. Oh, guys. No. Come on. Huh? Look, no. I have a heart. Al- I'm rooting for him out in Carolina. Yeah. Hope he does well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just wouldn't want him as my quarterback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you there. I, if you had to kill one of them, I'd say, I'd say it'd be Cade because you're so into McCarthy, right? Where Al's gone. He no longer affects you. So if his body were to drop right now, <laughs> I wouldn't think it was you because you have no, no you don't gain anything. No, if I, if I you don't gain anything. Al, I would have made it look like uh, natural causes. You would have known it was me. Oh, because he's fat. He's just going to die yeah, from natural diabetes. causes. That's messed has up, has a stroke. That's J- messed hey, up. Jared Davis is on that list, probably. Just You, you, you got beef with him uh, a little bit. Because uh, uh, he stinks. Really. Uh, I mean, he's a, practice, uh, he's a practice squad player. That's, how that's dare you, Adam? That's all good. Adam <laughs> Cavity search. They find Cade McNamara trading card. <laughs> 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 Cavity search is where they, uh, uh, they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to yep. call for it. Man, I, I get searched every time I go to the airport, by the way. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I was thinking this morning, I took my, uh, my three-year-old kid to school, and I was getting him ready, you know, getting his lunchbox and getting Aww. him dressed and all that. And I, and I realized how memories. different my, me being a parent is to, Adam, your parents were when, when, you, when, they were, when you were growing up. Because I had to get him ready in this way. And when you were three and get, getting ready for school, you probably, your parents probably had to shave your face for you. That's true. I wish I could say you're wrong. I know. <laughs> I had a dirty Mexican mustache <laughs> when I was in sixth grade. It was pretty bad. Yeah. My dad wouldn't let me shave until I got to high school. Really? He wanted but you once to... I got rid of it, uh, we were macking. We were scoring. That, there you go. You. You didn't... Before then, I zero chance. Grow, I think I'd grow it back. I'm surprised. I, I've, I've rocked just the mustache before. Just the stash. I don't think you want to see it again. I mean, I don't care. You rocked it when the Lions, what was it? The, yeah, uh, the, the Bears, Bears beat the Lions. Yeah. You got to do it for November. Is there, there's all those uh, charities for, uh, you know, no shave November, yeah, things Movember. like that. Yeah, Movember. Yeah, Movember. Yeah. Whatever it is. 
yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll think about it i'll think about it top of the hour coming up in just a bit when we get back my goodness we'll, we'll break into some practice squad uh with jeff we'll do the rico hind stuff about uh Cade cunningham and jade and ivy how they're doing we got fantasy football review later abe Mm-hmm. We had our fantasy football draft in the league oh, last night in I, the in the company. I can't wait to see this. You ready? Wow. I'm going to give you two things. Jamar Chase fell to ten, and Patrick Mahomes went at number six. All right, so Jamar, <laughs> you want to wait till we get into this later? Yeah, yeah. Or I want to hear Abe, this now. I want to hear Abe's thoughts. We'll, we'll get into it later. All right, I promise. All right, unacceptable stuff. I'm debating if I should fire this person who took Patrick Mahomes in the first round. I'm, I'm questioning this morning why they're still currently on payroll. Oh, believe me, I question why they're on payroll every day. Oh, Don't fair worry. enough. Yeah, so he already has enough, enough of the, uh, what do you call it, the drawer uh, worth of uh, files. Yeah. It's already stacked up. I got you. Complaints right. when we that. get back, yeah. Complaints. Yeah. When we get back, we'll continue the conversation. Top of the hour coming up in just a bit. But before we do, Jeff, burgers and fries. Oh. Boy, do they got it all at Big Boy. Man, it sounds delicious, Adam. And for lunchtime, you know where to go. It's Big Boy. For a limited time only, all new burgers and loaded fries are at Big Boy. And it's not just a Slim Jim. It's the three big gym. The chili cheese is such a tease. What else is new? The bacon blue. And how about upgrading those fries? Chili cheese fries. They have the baked potato fries, nacho fries as well. But you got to satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me tell you about our friends at Odds Trader because, guys, OddsTrader.com is the number one site for all your game day bets. I know I say this a lot, but it's convenient. You go on the app or go on the website. You look. You can see all the sports book. It's, it's listen, call me lazy. Call me whatever you want, but I prefer it. It's much easier for guys like me. You get play-by-play updates, live scores, and the best price on every game for multiple sports books. Go to OddsTrader.com right now for your best bet. Breaking news, top of the hour, by the way, brought to you by Bedrock Detroit. Breaking news, Russell Wilson agrees to a five-year, 
$245 million contract extension with the Denver Broncos, $165 million of it guaranteed. Whoa. Was it? Market's back to normal, though. Yeah. No fully guaranteed contracts. I swear, they should have suspended Deshaun Watson just to get back at the Cleveland Browns for doing that. I'm sure every owner was like, you did not just do that. Well, remember Minnesota did that with Kirk Cousins. They gave him his first three-year deal. It obviously wasn't to that it level, wasn't that, that money. But he number, was the but... first one that got that fully guaranteed contract and kind of changed the landscape of quarterbacks. Fair enough. Well, are you ready? Oh, let's do this. Welcome, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, to the Woodward Sports Fantasy Draft Yay! Review. Oh, my God. So I had the number six overall pick. Jeff, you picked number two, correct? I did. Jeff had the number two overall pick. Gentry, I think you were... I three. three. You were three, that's right. You were right after draft. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right yeah, after yeah, Jeff. Jeff Gentry. On the phone, yeah. So we're going to go through the draft order exactly how it went down. I'm trying to find the draft to recap on my phone. So number one overall, as you can imagine, we'll go through the first round. Justin Tucker. That's where things went down. <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that. Number one. Jonathan Taylor. Jeff took CMC. Good. Michael Gentry took Cooper Cup. Bad. Which I hard thought about, by the way. But and I then didn't Flannel do it. Sam. Jesus Christ. How do you not? This one shook <laughs> me. Over Austin Eckler, by the way. Over a lot of guys. Flannel I Sam. I should have done that. I Flannel done Sam took Patrick that. Mahomes. Over Derrick Henry. Over. Okay, so when you're when you're waiting for your pick, right, Adam? You said you're picking six. I'm picking six. Yeah. So you're waiting, and there's a guy you're targeting. And as every pick goes, and you do this in every round, as every pick goes, like, I hope it doesn't take this guy. I hope he doesn't take my guy. Yeah. And when it gets to you, you're like, yes, and you're excited. I got the guy I wanted. How in the hell is that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> at four overall? <laughs> like, did him. he think, did yeah. he think with the first three picks maybe Mahomes is going? Maybe, maybe. He thinks Ben Wallace isn't a Hall of Fame player, so I don't know what he thinks anymore. Well, we're not going to know is he that. took Flannel Sam took Patrick Mahomes number four overall, and then Braylon took Austin Eckler. And Justin move. Jefferson fell to me. He literally could have gotten And yeah. I took him at six. Yeah, that's a good And call. it gets worse. Oh, no, no. It gets worse. Derrick Henry goes seven. Good. Najee goes eight. Eh. Devontae Adams goes nine. Justin Slanek here at the network gets Falls right Jamar Chase. Falls right in At wow. number ten. Huh. So I'll tell you this. I've been doing uh, – two weeks ago we had our wide receivers ranking show on our, on our show. And I have Devontae Adams just behind Jamar Chase. Where it's, it's very close. Do you know Jamar Chase last year finished as the wide receiver five overall, but only had 81 catches? That's the thing. His ceiling the volume. Is, th- is going to be through the roof. That offense is explosive. That defense is terrible in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, even though I'm not a Joe Burrow truther, is the guy. right? He's, he's going to sling it around. T. Higgins, I think, is going to be a stud this year along with Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon is going to have a monster season this year as well. If you take Joe Mixon in the first round, I have no issues with that. But going Devontae Adams over Jamar Chase is not, to me, is not the biggest deal in the world. Because Jamar Chase at 81 receptions, I don't expect him to really surpass that a great, a great amount. So his big playability that he has is still going to be there. But if he takes a step back, because defenses now know who you are as a player, 
it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest where Devontae Adams going to a new situation is normally a downgrade for receivers, but we've seen it recently where Steph Diggs went from Minnesota to Buffalo, turned into a top five guy. We saw DeAndre Hopkins go from Houston to, to Arizona, continue to be a top five guy. Devontae Adams is already probably the best route running, just best wide receiver in football. Absolutely. And it's not like he's going to play with Justin Fields. Nope. He's going to play with his best friend, Derek Carr. 100%. 100%. So I, got, I, I really have, I don't think it's that hot a, hot a take of a move. Uh, I, I, for me, I was shocked with him on the board. I, I would have taken him at seven or eight. I would have taken him over Najee 100%. But, oh, I, don't, I hate Najee. Um, Dalvin Cook 11, Elvin Kamara 12, and now we get into the second round. That's Stephon Diggs. Fun. Stephon Diggs on the turn. Yep. Then it was DeAndre Swift that went 13. I love, I love or excuse DeAndre me, 14th Swift. overall. Justin Slanick again, Debo Samuel. I think nope. pretty damn good pick. And then it went Mixon, Tyreek, Saquon. And guess who I took on the turn? You have to go running back. I don't have to. You should have. Well, I didn't. They're all gone. <laughs> Except Javante Williams. I don't like Javante this year. Well, I took Travis Kelsey because he fell. So, let me ask you this. How do your running backs look? Uh, my running backs are Chase Edmonds. Let me check my team. Because that, that's what worries me. I'm always... My team is... Uh, I'll just give you my team. I'll read it off. Josh Allen. Chase Edmonds. Antonio Gibson. Justin Jefferson. Jalen Waddle. Travis Kelsey. Darnell Mooney. Are you on my grade? Yeah. Yeah, my D yeah. minus. D minus? Yeah. <laughs> All right, bet. We'll see. Yeah. And I love Justin Jefferson. I love it. My problem is, what round did you take Josh Allen in? The third? Fourth. Fourth, okay. Who's your third round pick? Waddle? No, excuse me. Allen was my third round Allen pick. Was Waddle was the fourth round. Right. So you took a tight end and a quarterback in your second and third round. Yeah, I didn't like the running backs that were so on here, the board. So here's Fantasy 101 for you. If you're going to go tight end early... <laughs> Okay. I'm not a big fan of it, but okay. If you're going to go quarterback early, I'm not a big fan of it, but okay. But you absolutely cannot go quarterback and tight end early. Well, as of right now, and I know this all means nothing because... Well, Chase Edmonds could end up for, the running back one this year and you're fine. For however long I've been doing fantasy, I never look at projections because I've had years where, including last year, where I was predict, projected dead last. And I end up finishing top three, top four in the league. Uh, that's all BS. I, I, I draft I based on potential. That's like my strategy. I agree. Um, in my big money league, for example, uh-huh. I did the opposite. So I, I go with what's on the board. And I try to figure out, like, where's the most value I can Gotta get. Got to stay fluid. So in my big money league, I went CMC. Love it. Javante Williams. I was picking number two, by the way. Javante Williams, Cam Akers. All the wide receivers were off the board. And nobody had running backs. I took all the running backs. That's fine. Round four, I took Jalen Waddle. Or no, excuse me. Did I? God, I can't remember the draft order. Let me pull up pictures on my phone. It's okay to go, to go deep with running back because running back is such a fluid position where guys get hurt. Well, and you can get look – at, look at receivers that you can get in, in the seventh, eighth round. You can get guys like Elijah Moore. It's not a homer thing. Elijah Moore is a stud. Adam Thielen. You can get guys like that. Allen Robinson you can get later. Nico a lot Collins, of wide receiver studs, but I'm going to tell you the exact order because I don't want to misspeak. So in my big money league, like this means everything to me. CMC, Javante Williams, Cam Akers. You're set. I did a million mocks. Not once did I ever take three running backs. Not once ever. Got to stay fluid. The board fell. I have to be ready to make decisions I probably wasn't comfortable making. Uh, Looking back, I was considering Kyle Pitts in the third round, Mm -hmm. but I I took the running back. I I took the running backs that were there. 
Jalen Waddle in the fourth round, Lamar in the fifth, Mooney in the sixth, Metcalf in the seventh, D Hop in the eighth. Excuse me, in the eighth, uh, Dawson Knox, Robert Woods, Ravens defense, Hunter Henry, Kenneth Walker, Kirk Cousins. But that's exactly what I'm saying about about wide receivers and not needing to take them. I got early. Robert Woods, DK Metcalf, and fucking DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly. Late. Now Hopkins is going to miss half the season at least. But, but that's but that's exactly what I'm saying. You can get guys that are going to give you quality fantasy points later in the draft where you don't need to go and take wide receiver. You know, look if you started Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs. You wouldn't have to worry about receivers for the entire draft. <laughs> but if you if you take those guys, now your running backs are depleted. And and I've always found it a lot harder to get running backs later in the draft. So I've never had CMC before, by the way, full disclosure. I've never had Christian McCaffrey. And I've seen what it does to people's teams when he's there and when he isn't. And once I took him... I was committed. Like I, that's it. I'm not going to pass on a guy who probably is going to be the highest score if he plays this year. Yep. It's like very hard for me to do. So how the board went, like in general, the whole thing, I had the mindset of, I think I'm prepared to lose CMC this year. My, my, my official roster. You are. Because if, look, you also have Cam Akers coming off a major injury. That's not talked about enough. Where, yeah, he came back for the playoffs, looked real good that one game, and looked like he was worn out by the second game in the playoffs, coming off an Achilles injury. Yeah. Where he's got, got a whole season, a whole off season, excuse me, conditioning. He has. He everything. Has. But an Achilles is a, is a different I beast. Let me, I, I need a review on my team. I'm going to tell you right now. Go for <clears> it. <throat> so I got, I, I first drafted Christian McCaffrey, second round. Took Nick Chubb. Cause of I who, love Nick Chubb. I like Nick Chubb. I love and I was, Chubb. I was on the phone with Gentry. It was either Nick Chubb or Cam Akers. I, I struggled. I took Nick Chubb. I go Chubb over Akers 100 okay. times. All right. So I appreciate that. Um, and then I have Kyler Maria quarterback. It took him in like the fifth round, I believe. Fourth, fifth round. Um, I have Amon Ross St. Brown. Of course you do. Uh, because I needed it. And then I have uh, Mark Andrews, uh, Miles Sanders, and then I took Amari Cooper, which... I'm, I'm pissed about because I have Nick Chubb, but that was the best receiver available. I said, screw it. I'll take him. And then I have the Colts defense and Daniel Carlson, kicker for the, the Vegas like Raiders. Kickers and defense mean, mean so little. Right. I, when, I, when I draft my defenses, I look at who are they playing the first two to three weeks because I'm going to stream throughout, throughout the season. I love Denver's defense this year. They start off with Seattle and Houston. I'll draft them everywhere this year, and then after two weeks I'll drop them and I'll see, all right, who's playing Jacksonville this week? And, mm-hmm. and, and, I'll, and I'll stream my defense that way. Uh, in terms of taking um, – one Amari Cooper worries me a lot. Because That's a long-term play. Because Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback. For, with Deshaun. And if you know, when Watson comes back, we saw him in preseason looking just like trash. Yeah. After not playing for a year, so I don't know how how he's gonna look. Um, but your upside is definitely limited with that. Uh, he, similarly to what I what I told Adam with the you took Kyler probably in the fifth, you probably took Mark Andrews in the third. Yeah. Because of that, yeah. now in the third round, instead of getting a Michael Pittman Jr., who I think can can finish as a top five receiver this year with the volume he's gonna get and the offense he's on, he's gonna mm-hmm. absolutely explode. Instead of getting a guy like that, you take a Mark Andrews. Now you lose out on the receiver. Where I'd much rather go with a Michael Pittman Jr. or a Keenan Allen or Mike Evans there, and hell, big I'll take, fan of Keenan Allen this yeah, year. And I'll take Cameron Brait with my second to last pick, because Cameron Brait with Tampa Bay, Gronk is gone, Antonio Brown is is gone. I mean, he, that dude was never mentally there. Um, they just caught they just caught Tyler Johnson. I don't trust a third round tight end. And I trust Tom Brady. And I trust Tom Brady, even though I hate him with all my guts. I so hate give, Tom Brady. So give Jeff's Jeff's team a grade. 
Uh, want me to repeat it to you? Yeah, re- read yeah. it over for so him. You okay, so give him your starting lineup. Okay, so starting lineup, uh, we go quarterback Kyler Murray. I won't say where they're drafted. It's too much explaining. But Fifth just, round. Easy. I got it already. You, you know. All right. So Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews, Miles Sanders, Colts Defenson, and Daniel Carson. I'd probably go with C. But I drafted, and I got a D- I drafted you Tyler D- Lockett. I drafted, your team is... Your team is very top heavy with Jefferson, and you know, great, great pick there. Um, who was your second pick again? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's a bad pick. Yeah. Michael, read right. off your team. <coughs> Great Michael's team, please. All right, All right. I have A plus. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I have Trey Lance at QB, Javante Williams at running back, uh, Zeke at running back, Cup, Evans. Uh, Knox, J.K. Dobbins, Bills defense, and McPherson at kicker. Uh, Renfro off the bench, Juju, James Cook, Romeo Dude. Oh, he's going the entire roster. Oh, I didn't know. Where, where, all right, yeah, that's it then. What do you think? I, I C plus because I love the receivers. Yeah, he's got two. He's, he's deep got, at wide yeah, receiver, hundred percent. He's, he's he's receiver, the receivers are are elite, but it, it's the other positions. And then <laughs> Trey Lance and that all that. That's a hit or miss. A huge hit or miss. Yeah. He's going to be running. And I am t- goddamn terrified of Trey Lance, especially with them bringing Garoppolo back. He, so doesn't, FYI, he doesn't have the, the way, freedom. This, it's a 12-man league, by the way. I understand. So No, no, I just for yeah. the chat as well, just so right. they know. So my half, league, P- half PPR? Oh, uh, no, full PPR. Full PPR, okay. And then in my, my big money league on the side, full PPR, 10-man league. Oh, so every team is And stacks. I want you to grade this team. Let's All see right. how much you're going to shoot down my confidence. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Darnell Mooney, Jalen Waddle. Oh, barf. CMC, Javante Williams, Dawson Knox, Cam Akers, DK Metcalf, uh, Hopkins, Robert Woods, Kirk Cousins. It's better than your other team. Yeah, I actually like like that squad. I'd give it it a B- minus because of Lamar. Because of Lamar. I'm a tough grader. I like the Lamar pick. I'm a tough grader. Me, uh, I'm like you. I really thought there was no chance I was going to take a quarterback in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. It wasn't even on my mind. And then I saw Herbert go and Allen go, right? And it was coming around on the turn, and I was feeling good. I was looking for running backs, and a lot of running backs started going again. And I looked at him and said, I could get Kirk Cousins later for sure. I can probably go for Derek Carr. I know they're going to get points, but running, running quarterbacks. There's Hurts and there's Lamar. It's everything. I'll take the chance on Lamar and get Kirk Cousins later, which I ended up getting. So there's three running, quote-unquote running quarterbacks that really stand out to everybody this year, right? Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance. I think those are, those are the quote-unquote big three of running quarterbacks. The difference, though, is Lamar has already proven MVP season. He's not going anywhere. Yes. He's going to be the starter. Barring injury, he's going to be the starter the entire season. Yep. If the Eagles, who have high expectations and a good quality quarterback, start the season off 2-6... and six, Gardner Minshew is going to be starting the rest of that season. Last grade I'm going to ask you, and you guys feel free to jump in on this as well, all right? <laughs> this is a buddy of mine, his team. He wants you to give him a grade. Oh, boy. All right? Shout out to Wasim in the chat. Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Oh, I hate Jalen Hurts. You hate him? I hate because I don't trust I like his upside, though. He is top three quarterback upside if he plays the whole season. If you tell me Jalen Hurts is a starting quarterback for the Eagles the entire season, I'm in on it. Let's do all the, uh, all, all, all else is equal. All right, let's just play um, good scenarios. We're not going to go Best for the case. what ifs, all right? I got you. Jalen Hurts, DJ Moore, Love Mike DJ Williams, Moore. Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, oh, Pat cool. Firemuth, Saquon Barkley. That's, Ooh, wow. that's a, on the bench, Juju yeah. Smith, Alan Lazard, Chris Godwin, Michael Carter. 
Who are the receivers again? Starting receivers? Uh, DJ Moore, Mike Williams, and on the bench, Juju and Alan That's Lazard. an A-minus draft. Yeah, dude, That's he's, an he's got draft. three pretty good running backs. Yeah. That running no, back. he's got like three first-round like running backs. And Joe backs. Mixon. I question the rest of the league of how you let Joe Mixon come so back. So can I yeah. redo the board, actually? Because we were all shocked. And obviously, I passed on him, too, because he, he picked number one. I picked number two overall. So what ended up happening in this draft board, by the way? He picked one and got... Joel makes in the hear back me out, of the second. Hear me out. Hear me out. I know. Can we play in leagues? Well, last year, by the way, he picked Can one. He got CMC and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's like the, that's This always crazy. happens for some reason. But long story short, in the second round on the turn, it went Stephon Diggs. And then the most laughable pick we all make fun of, Mark Andrews, went 12 in the draft in the second round. Kamara Swift, Kelsey Lamb, Debo, Tyreek. I went Javante. I'm not a fan of Joe Mixon. I, but love I get why everybody loves him. He was like RB4 last year, RB5. Yeah. Yeah. So he was phenomenal, but I, it's just a personal you thing. Know it's what it is? nothing against Mixon. So many people, they, they do this when they're drafting. You, you have your, your average Joe fan when they do a fantasy draft, your office league draft, for example, right? They want to fill out their starting roster first before thinking about anything else. Oh, you took a running back in the first round? Oh, I got to even it out. I got to get a wide receiver now. Where you don't have to do that. You can go like you did with uh, those three running backs in a row. Take those three running backs because you can fill out the roster elsewhere. That's what me and him did with our – he picked one, I picked two. We both went three running backs, and, you know, we talk all the time. Right. Not once did we ever have that scenario playing no. out. But the whole league went wide receiver, tight ends. It's crazy. Like, all right, bet. We'll take the running backs. You do all the mocks in the world, but when it comes down to it, it's know your, it's know your league. Know the people you're drafting with. So I had a two-quarterback league that I was picking second overall in, and I knew the guy going number one was picking Jonathan Taylor. So I already knew Josh Allen is going to be my number one quarterback, and then I'm probably going to go – coming back the other way, running back receiver or running back running back, depending on who's there. And then I'll get my second quarterback later on in the draft. I'll be good with that. But how sort of like a super flex league, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And however it turned out, Patrick Mahomes was still there with my second pick. I said, well, there goes my entire draft strategy out the board because there's no way I'm passing on, ha- on having Allen and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. How do you like Jalen Hurts, Austin Eckler, and McLaurin for my top three in fantasy? I love Eck- I think Eckler is uh, just an absolute Eckler's superstar. Phenomenal. If you took uh, Eckler first overall, I'd be perfectly okay with it. I was worried because I had to choose Kyler Murray or uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts on a loaded Eagles offense. I take and I took Kyler Murray. I take Kyler just over I, him. I trust because I, I, Kyler got, just got paid. I know Kyler's going to be there. I know Kyler's yeah. going to be the guy. Now I don't know what's going to happen late in the season, but that's another conversation. You you, you get I, there I when you get there. Yeah. All right. Well, Abe, you're the man. Yeah. I know. Appreciate you. Love the talk. <laughs> we got to fancy talk more throughout the season. Have to come on. All right. Definitely. So we'll definitely get that scheduled. But before we go, Jeff, our good friends over at the Academy of Warren. Yes, because guys, listen, if you need a place to send your kids, I have it right here. It's the Academy of Warren. They got brand new state-of-the-art sports dome field house that has a regulation basketball court, volleyball court, and soccer field that can also be used for seven-on-seven football. Other features include an AM and PM latch key. They have small classroom sizes, a futuristic media center, free breakfast and lunch, academic games and k-8 through athletics you can do all of this by enrolling today at academyofwarren.net it took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests but we believe gypsy vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market don't believe us ask the owners Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure, and at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people 
to take risk, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Best of all, you can use the Odds Trader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to Odds Trader and best of luck. Back here on the Morning Woodward Show, 921, a beautiful Thursday morning. Jeff I. Brady joining me. Jeff, practice squad announcements. A lot of news coming out yesterday. Feel free. Yes. Yeah, a lot of they, they filled up the practice squad yesterday. I know a lot of people, a lot of players that were cut and or waived made the practice squad and mike you got the graphic uh i sent up and, and the lions came out with this release saying who is on their practice squad you see it right there they bring back maurice alexander gerard davis Derek deese dice uh they brought back easy uh they brought back justin jackson somebody Why? that i had was a fan Are they of. trying to get the practice squad quarterback uh, kill too <laughs> they brought back tom kennedy uh which i uh, listen the fan favorite aj parker which i'm very glad they brought back as they should by as the they way should in another one Same for I, james houston even and, and no, tom kennedy and savion smith another guy big hitter uh, you know, so they, this is the kind of kind of kind of complete the practice Smith, squad. The dude who rocked, yes, destroyed a player in hard yeah, knocks. Yeah. yeah, that's in on the preseason game. But this kind of wraps up the the practice squad. Listen, and it, we don't have too much to really, you know, we're not going to sit here and break down the practice squad. But what I do like is they brought back players that did show some things. And I think Tom Kennedy was one of those players. Say what you want about Draw Davis to have a guy who at least has contributed to teams in a starting defense. I get he's. He's not probably not the best linebacker. That's why he was cut. They feel like Malcolm Rodriguez is a better fit and better player right now. But he's on the practice squad, so I don't mind it. Got a lot of players they can possibly call up if injuries happen. So, Or these guys can be signed away to other NFL teams, so we'll see. Fair enough. Uh, question in the chat. Upset? No pimp? What do you mean? Khalil Pimpton? Upset? Um, yeah, I'm actually surprised. That really? Khalil isn't on the roster or oh. on the practice squad. Oh, I'm not at all. Why? His hands. It, but I get that. But 
when he did I catch mean, the football. He made some plays. Yeah, when he did. So that's like a practice squad player. You know, I, easy I, if he could get your quarterback killed and he makes the practice squad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. Again, they they <laughs> see what they see there is raw potential. Right. And they're yeah. hoping they can work on him. Right. Look. The speed is what stands out to Pimpleton me about Pimpleton. is nice. Lots of speed. Very undersized, though. And the only way you can play in the NFL if you're undersized, you got to be able to run routes and catch the ball. Drops, and he was yeah. very inconsistent with that. And it wasn't just camp. It was definitely in the games, too. And to drop that touchdown catch, by the way, he probably makes the practice squad easily. Yeah. And, and I don't think he makes the 53, but they're probably looking at Khalil and saying, oh, you know what? We actually really want this guy part of our team moving forward. We never know what's going to happen. He showed a lot of promise, just like Tom Kennedy did. But Pimpleton can't catch, man. He has no hands. And I'm surprised, too. Fish could catch better. You, you saw it in hard knocks. He was... He's doing the juggling. He's doing the hand-eye coordination, and uh, he was dropping passes. But he is, and, and the chat was first on this. I saw the report yesterday. He's meeting with the Giants, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I know he's going to get interest but just because of what he brings. I mean, the speed, I get all that. But, yeah, this is the practice squad. I think there's a lot of solid players on there, some players that I'm very happy they moved to the practice squad, but we'll see. I I'm thinking some of these players, like A.J. Parker, going to be slowly picked away from that practice squad just because they're, they're pretty good players. Are Fair they enough. practice squad players? I don't think so. But they are under practice squad. Fair so. enough. Uh, Gerard Davis makes the practice squad, obviously. <laughs> he, he did. Thoughts? It, it is what it is. It, I don't, I, listen, it had nothing to do with Gerard Davis, the person. It has everything to do with what we've seen on the field. He works hard. He does everything he's supposed to do. But there's just a, there's a separation between what we have at linebacker and what Gerard Davis brings. They felt like we have better linebackers. So in their evaluation, he's a practice squad player. But in my opinion... I personally think he might be plucked away, too, on a roster. I think he's good enough to be on a roster, but apparently the Lions don't feel like that. They have a very weak linebacker core, and Gerard Davis didn't make the cut, so kind of speaks to uh, Gerard as a player. But I like him on the practice squad. I got no problem with that. He's, he's He started games, and he had, what, he have 100 tackles a couple years ago for the Lions? So say what you want about him. Oh, I'll say a lot about him. He's, um, he's had a little bit of production. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Really not, but... Look, the lines are going to move in this direction. That's going to be the reality, especially on the practice squad. I like what they have. I like what their roster is looking like. I like what's going on going into the season, behind the scenes. At the end of the day, Jeff, I think they made the right decisions cutting certain players. Yeah. I didn't see anything atrocious. Look, I know the Justin Jackson thing was, was something, but I believe they... They just cut Jamar Jefferson, so which that was the right one out of all the running backs. Jamar's the I one. I do believe so. Yeah. So Jamar's the one. Look, we'll see what happens. This is a team that running back by committee will have success this year. I think they'll have more, obviously, if DeAndre Swift is healthy, available, and has the year I think most people want or believe he should have. A lot of potential there in the backfield, a lot of potential with the offensive line. Uh you know what? Ryan Lentz, I know you're on the Woodward Clips account. All right, buddy? You want to talk about our fantasy team? Listen here, buddy. You took Ty Conklin in the third round. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he did. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. And he's not one to talk. Yes, Ru he did. Are you kidding no, me? No, that wasn't Ryan. Yeah, I know. I'm just joking. Oh, I was about to. I, I'm just talking. Yeah, okay. Here, Ryan Lentz. Let's see what his team is. And I love Tyler Conklin, by the way. But Jalen Hurts. Deion oh, man, he's got a nice team. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Delvin Cook. <laughs> God damn! I didn't even realize. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know how they got me number one in the league. Hurts, Delvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, T. Higgins, DJ Moore, 
Dalton Schultz, Alan Lazard, Bengals defense on the bench, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Carter. That D-hop long play, though. He's playing that for I like the, it. For I like it, game. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. I like it, Ryan. Maybe you're better than anything other than Cornell. Who knew? No. He, uh, wow. That's a squad. And baseball. He's a big, it's a goddamn squad. Right, good you know who has the worst team, by the way? Me. Sorry, he has to get called off. Fish, you're not in our league. Shut the hell up, buddy. I mean, I'm in he the is. other division. Uh, the guy that stands in that exact booth where, yes, that thing is standing at the moment, waving Hi. his hand at us. You're missing some great basketball, Flannel by Sam, the way. The guy who took Mahomes in the first round. Mahomes, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Michael Pittman, DK Metcalf, TJ Hawkinson, Chase Claypool. That is a 0-14 roster. Yeah, I like Michael Pittman, too. I had him last year, but 0-14 roster. All With I'm A.J. Saying, Dillon there? Oh, no. I don't trust it. Hey, all I'm saying is you, Ryan, who else? Uh, it's me. So the in, teams in the that, East. In the East. You not are, even that. Well, we have a hard division, but the teams that are projected final standing rankings, it's me, first place, Jeff, second place, Braylon, third place, uh, Gentry in fourth, Justin uh, Slanik in fifth. And where's uh, where's Ryan Lentz? All the way down there at seven. Mm. But he's his team is more amazing. Yeah, the projections. I mean, that's. I was uh, not expecting that team to be that good. Yeah, I know. But all I know Dory, is last year Yahoo Sports gave me an F on my draft board. They told me Cooper Cup was the worst pick I had in the fourth round, and they told me I was going to finish one thirteen. Not at all what happened. Hey, all I, all I know is you guys got to figure that out. The only person I'm worried about in my division in the West is Mike. All right, that, that's it. I'm sorry. No, no disrespect. You're not worried about Adam Bedoon? He's not my. I'm in the. I'm in the uh, West. It's in, in, in Adam. In the same division? No. You're, oh, so you're in the East. You're one. with Roman, Justin, Lentz, Spence, and Flannel Sam. So good oh, luck. Well, Flannel Sam's yeah, easy his, two wins. No, that is. was yeah. Flannel That's Sam's easy probably two not. wins. He's gonna beat me. Everybody's gonna go off. Hundred percent. Yeah, but me and Mike. I'm gonna be honest, Mike. I'm, I'm talking my my ish. Hundred percent. New poll in the chat, if you don't mind. What? Awards and prizes should we give away for the fantasy football draft? The first, and we're or, not me, putting you in charge of the trophy again. Fish, how about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I got the trophy. I'd love to, but we're not putting the, you in charge the of the trophy. Up. Shut the hell up, Michael. Your your uh, your answers for the poll will be the first one. We'll do a, a cash cash money, cash money. The second will be a championship belt. Let's do a Ooh. championship trophy slash belt. One of the two. Whatever the Which guys Adam's prefer. Adam's not going to be okay. the officiator of that. Or or the third option. Clothing. Like you, a shirt or something. I, Champion. I was going to do uh, maybe a, a weekend vacation. Oh, oh my wow. god. Those are the three okay. that we'll give away. Fuck the other two. Hold do on. the vacation. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Are you Jeff. fucking kidding yeah. me? But, yeah, I know. Yeah. That. Okay, yeah. but he didn't tell you where the vacation was yeah, at. Yeah, I didn't tell you he where he's going to go. He could be sending you to, like, the worst to place. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sending whoever finishes in last place this year has to stand out on Woodward, by the way, naked, no. holding a sign that they suck at fantasy football. No. That's going to happen. Yeah, We're going to stream it live. Yeah, he didn't tell you where the vacation was. The, the, yeah, we thought about it, options? but logistically it didn't work it, it out. Too tough, many shows yeah. going on. That was tough. When we get back... Wait, wait, wait. Are those the only three options? Those are the only three options. Okay. Yeah, but when we get back, Rico Hines continued latest takeaways from Kate Cunningham and Jaden Ivey playing uh, in scrimmages, summer league pickups, or excuse me, summer, but summer pickups. Jeff, we got a lot to talk about still, dude. We do. We got a lot going on. But before we do, the official studio sponsor of the Woodward Sports Network, and that is Planet Fitness, your home of judgment-free zone, zero down $10 a month. Planet Fitness. Is it your way to get into shape? Your fitness is essential. Sign up today by visiting planetfitness.com or one of their many Metro Detroit locations. 
at work, and at home. We're there with smarter security solutions, featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. When you need apparel, there's only one place to go. Big Frog in Novi. With no setup fees, no artwork fees, no minimum, and a 24-hour turnaround, you can have your whole team outfitted in no time. Embroidery, direct-to-garment, vinyl, and screen printing, Big Frog has it all in all the styles you want. So whether it's a sports team, fundraiser, school event, or corporate needs, Big Frog is your one-stop destination. Visit bigfrog.com novi or call 844-4-BIG-FROG. Jeff Iafredi here, and I'm going to tell you about our friends at Alta because, guys, at Alta, uptime matters. Alta equipment has everything you need to get the job done. You have a big project coming up. Alta Rent has you covered. Call them today, 844-GO-TO-ALTA. That's 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. We're back in the Absolutely. flesh. Absolutely. We're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Jeff, yeah. what do you make of your boys out there bowling? I didn't really make too much of it, to be honest with you. I, I thought this I, is. Did you watch it? Well, uh, well, I thought you know, seeing clips on Twitter meant uh, you know they're going to be really good or really bad. Could have sworn something like that was going on. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, I guess it depends. Depends on the person. Uh, you know, if you're watching Rico Hines and ball his life footage, and you see the Pistons, you know, hooping, and you see Jaden Ivey miss shots, you might have a different opinion. But my opinion is when I watch these, I. I take – you like to watch things like Isaiah Stewart. You, you see his him developing, <laughs> developing a jump shot. I like to see it. Why not? But I don't sit here and say Isaiah Stewart's going to be a terrific three-point shooter or he's going to be a, an effective three-point shooter immediately. I still understand that there's a process to these things. But I really did. I enjoyed the footage. I, I really did. I like watching. It's entertainment to me. I'm, I'm a big – you know, I, I do follow Ball's life. I, I watch a lot of Rico Hines. He's one of the best in the business. And you just appreciate guys in the summer getting together and, and getting better. So that's kind of what I took out of it. it it's, that's the best thing. I mean, to see Jaden Ivey out there before the season hooping with legit pros, getting that experience, that's big time. He's, I don't think he's done this so far. I know he's trained with Russell Westbrook a little bit, which I know, Adam, you probably have some feelings on that. But the reality is this is great experience. He was playing against Trey Young and Steph Curry. Like, that's, that's the best experience you can get. Two of the best, one of the best point guards, both of them, in the NBA. So that's what I took out of it. You know, I, I saw Cade defending Steph Curry. Steph got him quite a few times. I'm not going to sit here and say he's, uh, you know, he's a bad defender. I'm just going to say, you know what, that's what happened. Steph got him. And the same vice versa. I mean, Cade locked him up a, a couple possessions. So that's kind of what I took out of it, Adam. I love to see it. It's a great thing. You want them to develop this team chemistry, just get on a court together. Uh, I, I know Laz brought up, brought up a great point yesterday about how you didn't see Jay Nivey and Cade together. They were playing separate. So that's something to look out for as well. But it was nice to see. I enjoyed it. What did you think of it? Because I didn't really hear you speak on it too much. What do you think about the guys hooping in the summer together in a pickup run? Okay, I don't, I don't want to sound, again, like an ass. But last I checked, every summer. Every summer. Do you know what basketball players do? What do they do, Adam? They play basketball. <gasps> I know, right? Wait, what? Are you serious? 
what do I make of it? I Jeff, I don't know what you what do you want me to make of it, right? There's unwritten rules when you're playing in summer games. Alright? When you pull up to the pull up to the court and you're scrimmaging, whatever you want to do, you don't contest layups. If they got their way to the basket, you let them yeah, have it. You just I mean they're no just there for hurt. conditioning yep. to work on their shot, work on parts of their game that they like, and that's it. And if you're gonna sit here and make any any like legitimate claim from these games, I'm really not sure what to tell you. I'm not gonna do it. It doesn't mean much to me. I'm glad they're out there getting experience against some of the better guys in the league. I love that Kate's playing with Steph. Love that Ivy's out on the court with all these guys. That's great. That's great. Oh right. well, why aren't Kate and Ivy playing together? They're working on their game, and even if they're not, who cares? Who cares? Like nothing that will happen on that court, chemistry-wise, will translate on a real basketball court during the season. Nothing. There, there. You can't. The defense, the intensity is so different. That's why Kevin Knox looked like KD. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and that, it's not just the negative stuff too. I'm not just saying you know. I'm the gatekeeper of, of the Detroit Pistons. You cannot say anything negative. No, that's fine. But the reason why I don't say anything negative is because I don't say anything positive. I'm not going to sit here and say Kevin Knox looks great. Kevin Knox might be a sleeper this no, year. No, no. It's just, no, look, they're it's there just, to get conditioning. The of it. Yeah, they're there to work, again, is. on parts of their game. If Trey Young went 0 for 7 from three-point line, no should we be concerned going into the season? No one gives no. a damn. So, no one cares. They're working on their game. FYI, basketball players, they do play basketball in the offseason. I know, like crazy concept here. Wait, and they miss shots too? They make shots too. Careful. Oh, they miss. You have to, you have to tell okay. both sides of the story. <laughs> God, no, I, I don't see a big deal in it. I'm not going to make a bigger deal of it than it is. I think it's cool though. I love how much more attention it's getting. I think that's pretty neat. Uh, Jaden Ivey is he's much bigger than I thought. I, what was it? The original clip of Ivy getting to the basket and getting blocked. I believe before he penetrated the lane. He was being guarded by Scotty Barnes. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Can somebody? It is Scotty Barnes yeah, that Scotty was guarding Barnes. him, right? Yeah, so he was Scotty out there. Barnes, by the way, put on a lot of muscle. Dude, he's big. He's a big. He guy. looks beefy right now. He does. But he, Ivy looks like he belongs out there. Yeah. Now, he doesn't look any much uh, much smaller than no, anybody. You saw the speed, man. I you mean, saw he, the speed. You saw the athleticism. Again, I'm looking forward to the season. I think Kate and Ivy have to be the backcourt that you've envisioned. We talk about sleepers for rookie of the year. If Kate doesn't win, I'm not sure how the hell Ivy's supposed to win it. That's a good point. Unless the field just absolutely sucks. But even then, you can be the best player in the field, like Kate was last year, and still not win the award because you play in Detroit. So I'm not sure what the hell is going to go on there. It's probably going to be Paolo Bancaro. I would say Keegan Murray probably finishes second, given he's going to be on a play-in team likely. The Kings are going to be pushing for that spot. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the number three, not much pressure. He's just going to play his game, right? He's not going to have to be a one. He's not going to have to be a two. Doesn't, doesn't. And that helps a rookie a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for it. I think Keegan's probably going to be up there in the conversation. And Jaden Ivey, if I were to give you a stat line right now, my... My best case scenario for Ivy year one is 16, 5, and 3. That would be in my number. That's, that's mine, too. I and mean, if he could be somewhere over 43, 44% shooting from the field, mm -hmm. very happy He'll with take that. He'll take it. I, I, and I'll think, I think probably low 30s from 3. I think there's still a lot of work to do for him as a shooter, but he's got it. I mean, you can hit him. It's just the consistency that you worry about. For, but for me, though, and you mentioned it, you, you, you look at the, the, the physical things of, of what they're doing. Like for Jaden Ivey, I took his speed. Isaiah Stewart, 
I like his form. I like the shot. I, and the fact that he made, what, four out of five threes, I'm not sitting there counting how many makes he has and says four for five. He was great. That No, like, form Beef's looks good. Beef's too, though. Beef still's got a nice jumper now. He does. The form looks good. I, I don't know percentage-wise. The arc is wise. there. Yes, yes. And we'll he, was, he was stepped back a couple feet behind the, behind the three-point line. So we'll see. Uh, again, doesn't change what I think about him this season. I still think he's going to struggle from the three-point line. He'll get there eventually. I love the fact that he's working on his game, though. I that love more it. than anything. I but love when it. we get back too high, too low, expectations for Detroit Lions players going into the season, Jeff, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a lot of questions your way. All right, let's do it. All right, let's see how well you answer these. All right, there is no wrong answer technically, <laughs> but there are a few that I would be very, very shocked if you went the other way. But before we do... I got to tell you about the Mulligan, the official drink of the summer, of course. And if you're having a fantasy football draft like we were last night and you see Flannel Sam taking Patrick <gasps> Mahomes number four overall, well, no. it's time to crack, crack open not only one, not only two, but probably three of those Mulligans. He might have been drinking them. Finished the whole four pack. He probably finished two four packs by the time the draft started. The Mulligan, 8% alcohol, iced tea, lemonade, gypsy vodka mix. Make sure you're supporting local as always. It's brought to you by Gypsy Vodka. It's the official drink of the summer, and please drink responsibly. Hey, this is Mr. Kearney, Chief Academic Officer of Academy of War. I want to welcome you to the brand new field house. The state-of-the-art facility has a regulation basketball court, volleyball court, soccer field. It can be used for 707 football. Our K-8 academic features, AM, PM, Lashkey, small classroom sizes, learning street, futuristic media center, free breakfast and lunch, Holton Mifflin curriculum, academic games, K-8 athletics and more. Enroll today at academywarn.net. For a limited time only, all new burgers and loaded fries at Big Boy. It's not a Slim Jim, it's THE Big Jim. The chili cheese is such a tease. Guess what else is new? The bacon blue! How about upgrading those fries? Chili cheese fries, baked potato fries, nacho fries, what will it be? Satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. Listen, guys, and you see how I look right now. I look like I've already gotten a tan. But let me be honest with you. You can join the Peppers Club at Chili Peppers Tanning. You'll get all the best deals, plus they will beat all competitors by $5. Chili Peppers has the hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, and the darkest tans. 26 locations and more on the way. Chili Peppers Tan. All right, we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Too high, too low. Jeff, expectations for some players. I'm going to give you some numbers. Uh, you're going to tell me if it's too high okay, or too low. Mm-hmm. For a specific player. We'll start with Jared Goff. Okay. 24 touchdown passes this season. Too low. It's got to be higher. I think it'll be slightly higher. 26, 27, 28. So I'm going to say too low. All right. Jared Goff. 4,250 yards passing. I think that's just right to me. Like, I, I don't know if it's too high, but I'm not going to say too low. I don't think it'll be close to 5,000. So I, I'd like him at, I have him at 4,100. So okay. I'll say that's perfect for me. I'm All cool right. with that. Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay. 111 receptions. Oh, that's a good... What do you have last year? 90. Little, 90. Oh, oh, you know how to... I'm going to say... I'm going to say too low. Because I, I believe this year, the first half of the season last year, he didn't get targeted a whole lot. This year, I think he'll be utilized earlier. So, I think he, he uh, maybe gets right over that. So, I'll, I'll say maybe slightly too low. All right, interesting. Really, too low. But I, I hate that. Like, can we do just uh, about you can right? Say just about right. Just yeah, about you right. I'll do the that. First time. Just I don't about mind right. that. Yeah, just I don't about mind right. that at all. Okay, just about right for that one. All right, Amon Ross St. Brown. Five touchdown receptions. Oh, too low. 
too low. I think we'll have, you know, seven, eight okay. touchdown receptions. So. Very interesting. TJ Hawkinson, 740 yards receiving. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you, know, you know exactly. That's a perfect goddamn number. Um, damn, that's tough. I'm going to say, damn, just, uh, just about right. Just I think, about right? Yeah, I like him around there. Maybe just under 800 yards, if not 800 yards. So just about right or too low. I don't think he'll be 900, 1,000-yard receiver. No, All no right. way. All right. That's you ready a, for this? That's a tough one, yeah. Well, it gets, hard, it gets tougher from here. Oh, DeAndre okay. Swift. Don't do it. DeAndre Swift. 842 yards rushing. Too low. I think he'll, I think he'll be at least 900. At least 900, yeah. Interesting. And that's if he stays, God, he's got to stay healthy. But well, you got to factor he, all these things. Yeah, if he stays healthy. Too low, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for how, how much he's utilized, yeah, I think so. Okay. Too low for DeAndre Swift at 842. How about DeAndre Swift, 750 yards receiving? Too high. Too high. I, I think he'll be maybe 500, five-ish, maybe, I don't think 750. Uh, listen, I don't believe 1,000, 1,000 is possible for him, so I'm going to say too high. All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. We'll move to the defensive side of the ball. Too okay. high, too low. Aiden Hutchinson. 11 and a half sacks. Too high. Too high. I got him at nine, nine and a half. I don't know if he gets, I don't think he gets double digit sacks. So that's, that's too high for me. If he does, you know, right, I'll so take it. That's why I'm asking the questions, yeah. Jeff. By the way, uh, quick pause. We'll go to the poll real quick. What should we give away for first prize or first place prize? Excuse me. Cash, 36%. Championship belt, 34%. 30%. Wow. On the weekend vacation. I think the belt would be funny because I could just wear it around at Yeah, work. I think we just keep it here too. Like, yeah. no, we'll see. We'll keep see. Giving we'll it out Maybe every we'll year. give both cash and the belt. Maybe we'll give cash and the belt. Too high, too low. Jeff Akuda, 15 games played this year. Oh, I think just about right. Really? So yeah. we're gonna get a full. We're gonna get a healthy season out of Jeff Okuda. Yeah, you said fifteen games, right? Yeah, fifteen. So he can miss two. Yeah, say just about right. I mean, I would accept thirteen, fourteen at this point, yeah, considering too. what's happened with him. But me too. I'll, I'll say just about right. I have confidence he plays a, a majority season this year. Okay. Let's wrap up on the defensive side of the ball with one more player, Amani Owarie. Over, not over under, excuse me. Too high, too low. Five interceptions. Oh, you sick. You sick dog. Uh, this one, five interceptions. You have to come up at two in the morning for him. Yeah, that, that one's tough. I, I'm going to say just about right. Ooh, I, that's a wrong answer. I'm going to say just it's about right. The first right. time I'm going to tell you're wrong. Too low, uh, it's way too high. For him to replicate six interceptions, in my opinion, or anywhere near it, mm -hmm. is very difficult. If he's lucky and he has a good season, I would say two or three at the most. At the I, well, I, we'll see. I disagree with that. I think I think I predict like four interceptions. I can see four, but you have him at five, so just about right, four or five. Fair enough. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Fair enough. Okay, I, I do want to go back to the offensive side of the ball before we wrap up the segment. Jamison Williams, too high, too low. Sixty receptions. He would have to do that in 10 games, about 11 games, 60 receptions. Uh, I'm going to say just to uh, – well, no, too high. Good job. Too That's high. the right answer. Because he's going to get less receptions, more yards. I would have I butted in if he had said just about right. It is too high. Yeah, I agree. High. I think he's going to be, at least for the first few weeks, 
two, three catches. He'll probably have one or two, six, seven, eight reception yeah. games. I could see him. But it'll be four, 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 five, five, four. I think that's what you're going to get most of the season I out of Jameson. I agree with you. Too high, too low, Jameson Williams. 630 receiving yards. Oh, that's too high. I don't think he'll get 600 and have like, ten, you know, nine, ten games. Right, we're looking at 50, 60 yards a game through the air. And a guy who, if I were to give you a number, which was the next number, so I guess we kind of have to spoil it. Too high, too low. 14 and a half yards of reception. For context, St. Brown had 10 last year. Too low. Devontae Smith too low. had 14.3. I think he can get slightly over that. We'll so see. now I want you to consider that factor into the yards. Mm, yeah. Too high, it, too low yeah, at too 630. Low. I, I hate saying too low because it, it sounds you like don't have to. Go, you can say like just, just about, about right or damn near I don't there. mind that number. 600, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. Just about right. I don't mind that. All right. 60 receptions, yeah. All for, right. We'll wrap up. I got one more. We kind of jumped ahead to the uh, too high, too low on the average yards per reception. But too high, too low. The Detroit Lions, on the offensive side of the ball, will have three Pro Bowl players. In my opinion, too low. Jeff. Because you got... I love you, Because listen, you know if, you, you. if you say Frank Panay, that's two. DeAndre has a good year. Maybe make an argument for him. I'd make an argument for Amon Ra. That's four. So what'd you say to me? I wasn't expecting that answer. I thought you would say just about right. I think Panay probably a pro bowler this year. Well, what am I, one over what you predicted? So technically... Yeah, but it's, it's a big leap, though, when we're talking pro bowlers, right? Yeah. I mean, some guys probably might get in as a reserve. I don't see St. Brown getting in as the first, like, part of the first voting. Right. But he may be a reserve. But uh, DeAndre I'll be honest Swift, with you, deservingly, I would, I would agree it might be too low. But in reality... NFL-wise, I don't see four. What if I told you, how about, how about we switch players? it up? Because okay. I think we're both going to agree here. Okay. What if I told you, at the end of the year, they had four pro bowlers on offense? Would you call me crazy? No. Five. I got to start thinking now. Yeah, now I got to right, start. So I think we're both good with the number four. Yeah. I think three, very solid, very three realistic. Is, yeah. But I could believe four. I think two, probably going to come out the offensive line. Yeah. Hawkinson. I mean, look at the at tight ends in the NFC. Yeah, you never know. He can Not much it. there outside of what? Dalton Schultz? Mm -hmm. Dallas Goddard? Am I missing anybody? No. Let's, let me think here real well, quick. Oh, George Kittle? George Kittle, Zach Ertz, Cole Komet. Uh, I mean, not much there for Hawk. I mean, he gets 70 receptions, 850 and Jonah, yards. Jonah Jackson made it last year. Steve brought it up in the chat. I forgot yeah, about uh, that. He was, again, a fill-in, but yes. You never, you never know. But yeah, four sounds about right. I think four sounds just about right. Yeah. We'll be right back. When we get back, mailbag time. Get your questions in the chat. But before we go, Jeff, our good friends over at the Sports Marketing Agency. Yes, because guys, let me tell you about our friends at SMA. Because the Sports Marketing Agency helps spread awareness and other uh, issues about mental health and substance abuse on their new podcast called This is the F-Word Series on Fentanyl. It helps spread awareness of fentanyl and other addictions. Go to thesportsma.com if you're struggling or know someone who is. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. <laughs> 
don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Detroit's downtown summer playground is back. Open all summer long, the Monroe Street Midway. Enjoy roller skating, free Wi-Fi, food trucks, art installations, and so much more. Don't forget to take advantage of the basketball court, putt-putt, and, of course, family programming all summer long. All art installations are done by Detroit artists, and it's a fun, safe event from people 1 to 100. Go to deckedoutdetroit.com. And we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Mailbag time. Questions in the chat. We'll start with Jack Harrington. Who do you guys think will lose the fantasy draft? Like the fantasy league? Who, who, who finished last? I'm going to say either Sick. Braylon or Flannel Sam. I was, oh, that, wow. that's I like Blaylin's team over Flannel no, Sam. No, Braylon was on autopilot. I can't but I can't did, trust it's, it. It's not but too his bad. His team isn't as bad as Flannel no, Sam. Yeah, Flannel Sam, I'm going home. All right, Flannel Sam finishing in last place. Sorry, people. Because <laughs> of that box. By the way, pick. can we talk about uh, autodraft? How do you guys feel about people in autodraft? Uh, do you have a problem with it or yeah. you just don't care? Yeah, and it ruins. Okay. It typically ruins the league, and when the board has automatically taken the top player up there, but most people don't want him or think he's. It's just I don't like it. I don't like I it. Yeah, I, feel yeah, it. I think uh, anyone who uh, auto draft can the vacation price be a trip to Vegas? That. Absolutely not. That person might not return. Adam and Jeff, am I crazy for taking Penn State minus five and a half, a and West are. Virginia plus seven and a half, mm. and CMU twenty three and a half plus? Tonight in a three-team parlay? No, you're not. No, I like it. Why not, man? Go big or go home, dude. I love parlays. You always, almost, always, almost win. <laughs> Are you doing a college football <laughs> parlay this weekend? It's like such a, such a... You're like, oh! By the way, it. returning this year, officially. Oh. Oh. We will officially be returning a betting segment on Yay! the show. We will have a full slate of bets. Oh, I, I believe not. right now for sure every Friday yeah, you can Fridays. expect to get bets on this show. Good. And then we're going to call you out on Monday. See what, what went right. Yeah, and we're going to see where, where I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. And where I, where I, where I hit. We'll see. Yeah. But we're going to bring back bets. I think. I like that. I think I it's, like I've gotten way too many messages about it. I don't think we're going to go a Friday without bets. So that will be returning this year. And maybe we'll have the Woolworth bets on to just 100%. hear your bets. I want to hear their opinion on it. We'll get, we'll get them to grade it. Over, under, 33 touchdowns for Peyton Thorne this year. What was the over, under? 33. I'm going to go Ooh, under, Jesse. I'm going to say under. Yeah, 27 32. last year. Uh, record School record for, I believe, passing yards. Yeah. Yeah. Peyton, by the way, he had the uh, Walter Camp award winning running back, and they were still able to throw the ball effectively. Anyways, uh, Peyton Thorne is a really good quarterback. 33 is a bit much for me. I don't see it. I think he'll be close to it, but I got to take the under. If you would have set that at 30 or 29 and a half, Jesse, I probably would have taken the over because yeah. I think it's going to be that close. All right, did Fish participate in the fantasy draft? No, Fish didn't want to hang out with us. He said no to joining well, Fish the league. Is on I did team on with Sunday, you dingbats. They yeah, do. Yeah, Are you on a yeah. team with Justin? No, oh, he's in I'm the solo. other league. Oh, you have your own team. Yeah, yeah, oh. he's on the other league. Good job, right. team. We have two leagues here. We'll see where Fish yeah. lands. Watch he's him the, win. Watch he's him in the, the losers bracket. So, I mean, it's all it, it you know, it technically is the uh, what picks did I have in the first round? Just in the first round. Uh, I forgot who I, I. I have an okay team. Should I tell you my team? Tell me who you picked. I just want to know your first round. That, that'll help me judge the rest of your draft. If you if you nailed this first round pick, I'll trust you. I mean, I didn't pick a quarterback in the first round. All right, let's hear it. Who'd you pick? I have to reset my camera, you dingbats. Fish, you're a jackass. <laughs> All right, keep we'll going. We'll move on. Adam, start, uh, start two to start. 
half PPR league. Travis Etienne, Chase Edmonds, Brees Hall, Miles Sanders. I would go Edmonds and Etienne. I would not start Brees Hall until it's clear that he's the Jets' number one running back. You don't know that yet. Michael Carter is still there, and the reports coming out of New York is not only does Garrett Wilson, but also Brees Hall. They have a lot of work to do to earn their way into the starting, uh, a starting role where they're getting a significant amount of the snaps. Adam, what would you say if someone said, don't listen to Adam? Uh, if, Flannel Sam just walked by. Uh, I don't know what that means, Jack. Could you rephrase it? I have no idea what that means. Mailbag, any loss of interest in Hard Knocks now that football starts? No, I, I think there's still good interest. Uh, probably isn't as much as it was supposed to be hyped, maybe the first two shows, but we'll move forward. Would you mm-hmm. rather have taken Fields or Sewell with the Carolina pick? Sewell. No, that's assuming you traded Stafford to the Panthers. So I would have taken Sewell at seven still, Yeah, then and I would have Justin. taken Micah Parsons. Or Micah Parsons. Yeah, he was still there, so yeah. That's what I would have done. Yeah, the question was phrased phrased a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Okay, but it's no, okay. I, I get you. Do you I, want my 100%. team? Tell me your first round pick. Let's go. Let's hear it, Fish. All right, my team was Matthew Stafford, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, uh, Hawkinson, Claypool, Packers. Oh, well, well, read your Nick team Poles. again. I do. Yeah. Tom Brady. No. Sit your ass down, Flannel. <laughs> we got. We What's your last... team, Fish? Matthew Stafford. Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, oh, DK so you Metcalf, Oh, so you went Devontae, then Leonard Fournette? Uh, I yes. think that's the order you went, right? Sure. It's not bad. No, he doesn't know. It's okay. All right. You have a lot of explaining to do this morning. We did a poll in the chat, Sam, and the majority said we should fire you this morning. Sam has you the have, biggest ball sack in no, this he entire network. No, he doesn't. For taking Patrick Mahomes in the first Flannel? Yes. yes. You have a minute, and I swear to God... Your job's on the line right now. Okay. Right. You explain to me why you took Patrick Mahomes number four overall. Because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the uh, league. And I wanted him so that nobody else could have him. He was. Smart. He is going to be my fantasy MVP. And you guys watch. You guys watch. When I take home the title, you guys will have to oh, bow oh, at oh, my oh, feet. Oh. At my feet. And I still got Aaron Jones. I still got David Montgomery. I still got talented players all across the board. DK Metcalf, Michael Pittman, um, Chase Claypool, TJ Hawkinson. I, okay, I think can, it's pretty can you hear roster. me out? Hear me out a little bit. I think you're overconfident. Team fucking <laughs> Your team fucking sucks. But, no, it doesn't but, suck. No, don't be nice to it. You just, you just flannel, ripped the first round pick. Flannel. You could have gotten Mahomes in the third or fourth round. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, that's my only thing. No one would have taken him. Nobody was going to no touch him because they lost Tyreek Hill. I can't risk that. <laughs> how, I, how, how could I risk that? If you could have, what if you took someone else in the first and you could have gotten Mahomes in the second or third? And we still would have criticized you, but at least it wouldn't have been. I can't take that risk. I'm Are a Patrick- you that? Dude, Patrick Holmes better be the best quarterback in fantasy this year. He will be. You watch. You watch. He's on a revenge Flannel. tour. If you revenge finish with tour. a better record than me this year, I'm going to double your salary. Wow. Oh. Hold on. Wow. Wow. And if I whoop his ass. What? No, no. You're out of this, oh, Jeff. Okay. I'm All sorry. Right. <laughs> you're you double the salary. If you finish with a better record than me this year. Hey, and you see how it worked out. You see how it all worked out with me taking Patrick Mahomes number one, making you all doubt me so much that when I finish with a better record above Adam, I get my salary doubled. When did you play Sam? Did you look? I can't wait for that damn week. He's in my division, so I think I play him twice. Oh, you can play very soon. Two easiest wins of my life. Oh! I got got Ryan Lentz week one. And Ryan Lentz, nobody calls more people buns than Ryan Lentz. (laughs) 
the, the hills Damn. that he dies on are yeah. some of the strangest hills I've ever seen in my entire life. Every player, oh, he's Buns, but yet he stands for Austin Meadows. He's a oh, weird he dude. Love I love him, but yeah, like... picture of Austin Meadows, too. Man, if, if people could only know what we talk about at, after the show, we just... Guys, we, we argue on the shows, but we also argue off the shows. So what what's Sam saying? This is how he feels. Oh, he, I am... This is what he feels. Yeah, it's not going to happen. They argue it's about Austin Meadows. Happen. Sorry, Flannel. It's all right. You got balls, though. I, you know, I got to agree with Jeff. You got balls for dude, making that dude move. Dude carries around in a wheelbarrow. But thank you, because I got Justin Jefferson because you did that. I really appreciate it. So... <laughs> Games Thank are not so played much. on paper. It's very, they are, they it's very on nice the field. Games are not played it's on very nice paper. You. You well, that's it for today's show. Thank you all very much. We'll see you tomorrow on a beautiful Friday morning. Yay. Make sure you check out Flannel on Big D Energy. You explain yourself to them today because I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> 2 p.m. you have Ermani and Edwards. And, of course, the heavyweights at 5 to 7. Guys, you all have a great rest of your Yay. Thursday. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye. Go watch some European.